When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Introducing the new Starbucks Pistachio Cream Cold Brew. Silky Pistachio Cream Cold Foam tops our bold, smooth cold brew for a delicious twist on a favorite winter flavor. Make today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. I just want to tell ya that this is Sonny Hollywood Pooney from the Growing Up Rock Podcast, and you are listening to Shout It Out Loudcast with my buddies Tom and Zeus. They will dance all over your face, but you have to ask them nicely. Kiss Army, Tom and Zeus with another episode of Shout It Out Loudcast, episode 106, Charlie Benante, Chris Jericho, Kiss Draft 9, The Setlist Draft. Tom, how the hell are you? Man, we are rolling into 2021 big time. Another wow episode for me and for you. Hopefully everybody else thinks the same. Yeah, we're uh we're we're definitely on a roll here to start out of the gate early uh for season 3 here. Uh anything new going on over there in New Hampshire? Nope, same old, same old trying to uh, hopefully turn the corner here, you know, with the weather, days are getting a little bit longer, but it still is January and February is usually the worst around here. So, I don't know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I still uh hockey season's about to start for me. The games are beginning. The NHL is beginning today. That's Somebody right. got fucking impeached again. All sorts of shit happening. <laughs> That's true. It's chaos. Importantly, 
There was a kiss draft going on. That's the big breaking news story. Yes, exactly. exactly. We interrupt the <laughs> the insurrection and any other pandemic news to bring you breaking live in uh, Nashua, New Hampshire, in Southboro, Massachusetts. <laughs> a what is described as a kiss setless draft occurred earlier today. Can't you picture like Wolf Blitzer being like, um, uh, let me check this correctly. A kiss draft. Uh, that's correct. Wolf. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the the uh, most boring man <laughs> in the world. <laughs> the, uh, I believe songs titles such as, Oh, all night. And a, uh, burn bitch burn. Uh, you'll have to excuse me if you're using that type of language on a live broadcast, but that's what the card in front of me says. Yes. Oh, I know that song, Wolf. It's a great one. <laughs> Over now live to Ted Koppel, who's going to basically analyze the draft. What I see here is Master and Slave should have been picked earlier than I just wanna. Known for the great chorus where he says I just wanna fall here we go this is what happens Ted Koppel live kiss draft nine see ya where is Mort Kondracki when you need him <laughs> well I think Ted Koppel takes the cake for the whitest man of America I don't know the Beltway boys are up next yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, this is Mr. Italy. Fucking what's his name there? Mario Mario Perillo. <laughs> I'm Mario Perillo, Mr. Italy for Perillo Tours in Alitalia. This is our 50th year. Time sure flies. Isn't it time you said, okay, Mario, andiamo in Italia. Let's go to Italy. Timeless, romantic, exhilarating. Let Mario escort you from the Alps to Sicily. First class or deluxe, one week or two. Perillo takes care of everything. He's going to, hey, you guys know my dad. Remember him? Hey, this is Mr. Italy. The fuck is Mr. Italy? Dude, if there's Bostonians out there that are getting our WEEI references, there's people out there that know who Mr. Italy is. Yeah, Mr. Italy. Anyway, anyway, oh, wow. steering the car back in steering, steering the car back. We've been on for 30 seconds. We've already lost track. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, guys, oh. I want to bring up a quick point. We uh, we started something new. We Obviously, you can tell there's a lot of different things going on. Season 3, shout out Loudcast. One of the things we did, we started our Patreon site. And when we started this, we weren't sure how it was going to work, how is if it's going to, you know, be something that people are interested in or not. Uh, one week into this, we are quite humbled, Tom, to say the least. Absolutely. Uh, the feedback is just great. Um, you guys are just the best. We knew you, that you guys were the best listeners and the best followers out there. And uh, just after one week, you know, and it actually even hasn't been a full week because we're recording on Wednesday, January 13th. We want to give a shout out. We got eight people to sign up for our Patreon and what an amazing fandom we have. And we want to start off by giving a shout out to those Patreon guys. We got Tony Barone, Kevin Jepson, Todd Herrig, Stephen Wood, Mr. Kiss, Chris Vickery, Chuck Hoskins, and Dan Reuven. Guys, thank you for being a part of the Patreon family. It's just great, and uh, it, it's going to be a great ride, and we just want to thank you guys. Yeah, so for us, it, we're going to 
you know, it's kind of a learning experience. We're trying to feel out how this is going to go. And uh, we we <laughs> we were like, shit, can we, we just got somebody that signed up. Oh, got another. Got a-. It's been pretty, pretty uh, humbling. Yeah, um, exactly. And uh, after like, you know, this episode is already going to debut. But those guys got some uh, a couple good perks over the week. So I hope yep. they're happy and they'll continue to be happy. And we hope we're giving you the content that uh, basically you want. So, again, we're not going to try to berate people over the head about this. If you if if you want to support us, there's a possibility that you can do so. Please, you can find the link in our episode bio. Every time we link uh, or put up our episode, we always put a bunch of links in there. Uh, you'll see Patreon link there. You can go to patreon.com. There's an app at the App Store, Patreon, and you can find us there. And if that's something that interests you, you want to ask us questions on it, please let us know. Anything you do is greatly appreciated. Thank you to those that start, you know, joined up in the uh, on our first, not even our first week. It's greatly appreciated, and uh, hopefully a lot more fun stuff coming down the pipe for everybody. So. Thank you once again, and uh, let's go. Let's go on to uh, last week's episode. Woo! What a big one. We kind of knew it would be, but you guys never disappoint. Creatures of the Night review episode. That was awesome. Woo! And uh, we always start with the poll. And uh, every Monday we post an episode related poll. And uh, every time we do an album review, it is favorite song. So the options this week were War Machine, I Love It Loud, Creatures of the Night, and I Still Love You. And War Machine came in at 38%. And this was a little bit surprising. And I think it might be fatigue factor. Right behind War Machine at 34% was Creatures of the Night. And then way behind in third place was I Love It Loud at 18%. And I Still Love You coming in the, in the rear there with 10%. So I'm wondering if the I Love It Loud might just be fatigue because I can't believe that Creatures of the Night got almost double the votes of I Love It Loud. Yeah, I, I'm. I can't believe I, it's got to be Creatures of Night. Last time in the set list was early days. Yeah, uh, I don't believe after the makeup came back on, they were performing that after Revenge and stuff. I think they stopped. Mm-hmm. So I think just people are just you know want to hear that again and have a favorable memory of it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's probably it. Yeah, and then uh, as usual, tons of tons of comments for the for the poll. So. Uh, Bill Elam, I voted Creatures when the album was released. I Love It Loud, Reign Supreme. Graham Richley, War Machine for me. I Still Love You is a great performance, but not one I want to hear over and over. I skip it nine times out of ten as I'm generally not in the mood for a slow dirge. And then he says, settle down, Paul. <laughs> oh, okay. Mr. Marr, Rock and Roll Hell. Uh, Nige Savage, I Still Love You is the best power ballad of the 80s, in my opinion, way better than anything done by Bon Jovi, Poison, Cinderella, and all those other hair bands. You feel that Paul actually means it, which sets it apart from the most other similar songs by those bands. That's a good point. Uh, Deuce, forced to pick from these four, I'll go with the title track, but Rock and Roll Hell is by far my favorite. Okay. Um, I love it louder. I still love you as amazing creatures is an amazing opening track. Not only the album, but Alive three. I agree. The live three version is great. Jim McClanahan rock and roll. Hell became my favorite song over the years. Initially it was probably war machine or I still love you. Steve who loves this album. He ranked it number one. Great album from start to finish. Every track is just amazing. I have to go with war machine, but danger is my album favorite. Ooh, party man. 
Great tunes. I voted I Love It Loud because of the memories of hearing Eric's drums and seeing that video back then, feeling like one of those kids in front of the TV. Peter Gindrich, favorite tracks, Danger and Rock and Roll Hell. Carlos, that was criminal making me choose between War Machine and I Love It Loud. Lee Bruton, tough pull, but for me, I'd say Creature of the Night just edges it, but all tracks off the album are great. Not that it was needed. The Elder was super, but a great bounce back album. Rock and Sports Banker, War Machine, Mrs. Baird's Ex-Boyfriend, my second favorite Kiss album. Rock and Roll Hell is my favorite. Great show, fellas. Thank you. Lovely Lance, always loved War Machine. It was also used throughout the years as an entrance for various pro wrestlers. Yes. I mention that often. Yep. Mike and Fresno, Saint and Sinner, Elisa Acreage. I like them all. Okay. Zandon Black, I love War Machine for the riff. Creatures is an awesome opener. John Gross, out of these four, I still love you. Rock and Roll Hell is my favorite. A lot of people love Rock and Roll Hell. That's that's a great song. Um, Greg Wright, great album. Love Get Me Out of This Rock and Roll Hell and Saints and Sinners. Fat Man on Guitar. My ranking, <laughs> I love that. My ranking is War Machine Over Creatures by a Nat's Eyelash, followed by I Still Love You. I Still Love You is underrated. I love that song, but there's no way Paul could pull it off now. And then our friends over at Pod of Thunder jumped in and said, no way he could pull it off. But in my estimation, it's his finest vocal performance ever. Oh, okay. I, I will not disagree with that. North Gower Dave. God, I hate these polls. <laughs> Meaning he hates picking. Dave Kinney, super Kiss fan. I'm torn here. I voted War Machine. Then he posted a video from Kiss Cruise 8. Uh, Paul War Machine, Alessandro Rourke. I still love you is only popular because of the unplugged version. It's not a kiss song. I would put in a playlist. Oh, that's an interesting take. Uh, and then our buddy, Andy danger is my favorite track. Zeus is right. It rules. It does not rule, but that's okay. Uh, so what do we got for Facebook? Yeah, I think, uh, I think we should just end the comments right there with, uh, that. I was correct. Stop. On danger over on uh, Facebook, Tom, we had a ton of feedback. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, Virgil stay. I don't know what he's saying. What's he saying? Ses mesks sunt plutot cool por unto da mimes. Isn't there a translation button on Facebook? Yes. And original French. These guys are pretty cool for a lot of mimes. <laughs> Love it. Yes. Love it. Yes. And then you got uh, Christopher Chambers. Thank you for liking my comment. Uh, Brad Rustoven. I couldn't agree more with your analysis of Creatures. It's overrated. Yeah. Not even my top 10 Kiss albums of all time. Mm-hmm. It has some great songs on it, but there's way too much filler. And you were spot on with Keep Me Coming in danger choruses they're awful yes brad thank you my friend uh michael norby it's one of their best albums but to call it a band effort is ridiculous who called it a band effort i don't think he's saying that we did i think maybe he's just commenting on the fact that it's okay. you know ghost players maybe i don't know yeah it's so many ghost musicians outside songwriters it's a fine record but up there with destroy and unmask when it comes to credibility even if eric carr plays some fine drums I have serious doubts that he played on the entire album. There are some fills and patterns on this record that he never played in any other form, live studio before and after. Ah, I've, I've never, I've, I've never I've, read anything about that. 
that yeah, Eric was not the type of guy to be like, yeah, I'm I'm gonna miss this. Like yeah. it's like he's like especially on, to be in the studio, like especially on that album. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he knows something we don't, but I've never read that. But Graham Richley, Creatures or Asylum? Tom, you should be in an asylum for that choice <laughs> with your buddy Sonny Looney. Well, you can say that. Uh, we'll save that for when you guys hear the draft after we do the feedback, what our buddy Jericho thinks. The great episodes is how you keep me coming back for more, Ooh. says Jason Allen. All right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Uh, John Tavis. Agree. Okay. Simple. Kev- Kevin Jepson. Oh, my God. The Peter North comment damn near killed me. <laughs> Lake Lake Michigan. <laughs> Love this record I understand Tom's not liking the production I personally love it All around perfect album Here's my list So tough Kevin goes killer Saint and Siller From nine to one Killer Saint and Sinner I love it loud Keep me coming War Machine Danger I still love you Rock and roll hell Creatures of the night Horrible list there Kevin Okay Horrible list Um, (laughs) Matt Weller's dick I don't know if that's his real name I'm not mocking anybody's name anymore because I don't know who's real and who's not. Yeah. Uh, he commented on Kevin's list there and critiqued it as well. Kevin Northern, does it bother anybody else that they didn't lower the camera a bit <laughs> and not cut off aces in Paul's chin? I think there's enough hair going on top to make that happen. And then it got everybody to be like, oh, shit, I never noticed that. This is what Kiss fans do. I love it. It's I wouldn't would have never even thought of that. And Chuck Hoskins comes back to him. He's like, now it's bothering me. <laughs> Comment of the week there. Good answer. Good answer. Like the way you think. I'm gonna be watching you. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Comment of the week. Kevin Northern, who points out that the chins are cut off for Ace and Paul. Beautiful. That's awesome. <laughs> then <laughs> Matt Weller's dick comment on that said, I'm pretty sure they had jeans jizz all over oh, their chins. Gene kept on coming. Oh. So they <laughs> cropped it out. See what I mean? This is what happens. Oh, God. Uh, I'm starting to think that Mr. Weller's dick might not be his actual name. Oh, well, we'll find out. If he listens to this episode, we'll find out. Uh, Chuck Hoskins didn't like my comment about BTO. Listening now, BTO version is better? Come on, Zeus. I like it. Different total song. Completely different song. Uh, Scott Donaldson. One question that should be asked is that, is there a better side two on a Kiss album? The only album I think would be close would be Dynasty. Love the drums on the album. Eric killed it. Have to agree with Zeus that Vinny was amazing on side two. If they only could make it work with VV. Love BK, but I think we really missed out on something extra special with Vinny. Agree with Zeus that I like it more than the debut. However, not sure who said it's a dark album, but I agree with that. That's why I probably listened to Asylum more. Peace out. Girl Scout. Good it's analysis. A great, it's a great point. A potential future episode there. Best side ones, best side twos of albums. Yep. Hell yeah. Yep. Jack Benacchio. 
Can we add money to the Patreon to give Zeus a pair of cargo pants like Stuart's <laughs> trunk? <laughs> Talking rubbish, putting creatures number two. Haha, ha, jokes aside for me, this will be the album that I remember Eric for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Matt Weller's dick was all over our Facebook. Put a, a nice little photo of all his Kiss albums there. I, I always love seeing people's collections. And please put those on our, our Kiss page or our Shout It Out Loudcasters page. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Buzzard says their best album. Um, Daniel Peoples. Not as crazy as I expected, just a few ridiculous moments. Zeus putting Danger at number two was perfectly placed and is the most, definitely the crappiest song on the album. <laughs> so apparently, Daniel thinks my, my selections are bad. Well, at least the chorus is. And then Tom putting the album behind Asylum. I've never prayed harder to be stranded on Sonny Pooney's Desert Island with 2K Scandinavian pop metal Desert Island discs to numb my brain instead of being stuck on the barren wasteland of Planet Tom. Oh, so I'm sorry. He, he didn't like yours either. <sighs> both, but his, it was crazy. We love the same band. It doesn't always feel like it. Though that's the beauty of Kiss. Quite a bit of variety if you look at it. I have two problems with this album, and in no way, shape, or form is any of them a lack of Ace Frehley. One, Dangerous Chorus is super annoying. Nine songs is not enough. This is a top three Kiss album for me with Avenge It or Lick It Up. This, or at least the official touring version, is probably my favorite lineup. The albums they could have produced if Egos didn't prevail may have been mind-blown. A close second to Rock and Roll Over for favorite album cover for me. Eric Carr as the Fox still feels new and exciting to me. The same way Vinny's character just haven't had enough footage of them. Nice. I had the same experience as Zeus with the Bruce album cover. I only heard there was a different one with makeup and never saw it until years later on the loudest band in the world poster. I was very confused that Bruce was on an album, but it was full of Vinnie co-writes, two albums after Lick It Up. Had to hit up the bookstore and read a Rolling Stone magazine guide to rock and roll to figure out that it was a re-release. Probably didn't find out why until Three Sides episode a while back. Yeah. Well, you know. Maybe if you looked at a couple posters, you'd know. (laughs) Great album, great episode. I only have one friend in the real world who likes Kiss. (laughs) And he only likes a few albums. So it's sometimes enlightening and entertaining hearing such different opinions in mind. Though I usually take revenge slander or slight personally, though. The album almost feels like a family member. Can't explain it. I just try to contain it. Mm, okay. Interesting, Daniel. I think uh, uh, we love to hear the passion, even though a lot of your opinion is pretty brutal. Um, <laughs> so then we just, there was more comments back and forth about the album and stuff yep. like that. Okay. That's, our, that's Facebook, buddy. 
All right. Well, so let's go back to Twitter proper, the episode posting there with, uh, with some more general comments. Uh, our buddy Deuce has some comments here. He says creatures is not a fun kiss album. That's what makes it good. In my opinion, it's dark, heavy lyrically. It's a change from the put your hand in my pocket stuff, which I absolutely love. All right. Our buddy Tony from Restrain says to me, let me know when you're ready to get that tattoo when I'm there. Well, I told you three more years until the big birthday, actually two and a half now. Our buddy Steve, he loves this album. He has it ranked number one. DG from Tennessee, only one word I can think of, iconic. I agree with Tom. The album is overrated. I Still Love You is a good song, but the unplugged version smokes. I Love It Loud is killer, but this version is better than any live version they've ever done. Same with War Machine. JR, I'd prefer with the sound production on Creatures were the same as Lick It Up. Another stellar episode, as always, so much fun to listen to. Thank you, JR. Awesome. Todd Harrig, maybe this record is to me what all the grunge records are for you, and that it takes me back in time to a specific period in my youth. This was my lawn mowing business music, $10 for a lawn that was creature sized. I'd put it in my top 10. The Keep Me Coming chorus is awful. Joey Casada, our good friend. Creatures is an incredible album, songs, production, and look. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then I love it louder. When I see a three hour shout out loudcast pop up on the feed, and then he gives us a little Seinfeld gif of everybody dancing. Ranch Hand Joey. Oh, what's that? Is that a Sunny Pooner burner account alarm? It certainly is. He says the this is how you know this is a Sunny Pooney burner account because it says the best '80s Kiss album period, and we know that Sunny likes Asylum, so that's just phony. Um, Joel Hoffman, one thousand percent agree with Tom. Creatures has always been overrated. Never got why it is so beloved. Okay, huge drums, blah blah blah. That does not mean a great album. The title song is great. War Machine may be the best Kiss riff ever. Best song by far on an album, a mediocre album at best. Ooh, all right. I like it. Pop Fix. This and Revenge are the only good albums after Peter and Ace were gone. Wow. Okay. Lee Bruton, loving the show, guys. I got to say, when I first heard Rock and Roll Hello, I was reading a news article about the Russian cannibal Andrei Romanovich. <laughs> So that song always makes me think about him and gives it an extra dark feel to it. Okay. Hashtag you guys are awesome. All right. Thanks, buddy. Peter Dooley, their best album by far. Every track is a classic. I don't know about that, buddy. Kevin Northern then sends us a Seinfeld gif of George and Jerry when Jerry goes, there's a hue. Because <laughs> we would talk about pinkish hue for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, then Twisted Kister had a good one today. He goes, I see that you've retweeted this. Has the audio of Tom not praising this album properly been corrected? No, it has not. Uh, Moncton Magic Fan. Eric was one of the best drummers of all time. Rest in paradise, Eric Carr. Miss you every day, bro. Uh, Let's see. Bruno McDonald. Oh, this is actually a really cool image. He took a picture of the Dynasty cover and and gave it that blue tint of Creatures of the Night with the glowing eyes. That was really cool artwork. Our buddy Steve from Potter Than Hell. I agree with TG. I do feel that Creatures is overrated. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I believe that the loud drum production was done to distract from the different guitar players on the album. And then you commented by saying, I don't like you anymore. (laughs) (laughs) 
Bruno McDonald again. I'm two hours into the show and I'm enjoying it. Thank you. You talk about the whoa aspect of I love it loud being harder to write than it might seem. You, I think you're right, but I doubt Gene was unaware of this, which was a UK hit at the start of 1981. And then he posts a video about a song from Slade. So uh, that's pretty interesting. Half Ace, I like Creatures, but think it is think of it more as a in-the-mood album than a collection of great songs, if that makes any sense. The choruses are lazy, infuriatingly lazy. Great show. Thank you. Then our buddy Murph, next Twitter poll, what should Tom get for a kiss tattoo? Oh, we might have to do that. Donnie Allen Smith, War Machine. Our buddy Andrew James talking about the tour where the, the uh, drum riser was a tank. Just great stuff. You guys are passionate about this album. That's awesome. We expect that. So thank you for that. That was really cool. A lot of, lot of feedback on Twitter. Loudcasters page. That's our Facebook group page, Tom. Yep. Some feedback there. Sean Hammond. Oh, yeah. Justin Harper. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I feel a long dog walk in sub-zero temperatures coming on. So I can treat myself to this. What? Nearly three hours of Tom and Zeus? Howling in the shadows. All right. Nice. Yeah. Jason Leonard, I'm so happy for the episode, boys. Can't wait to listen. Graham Richley, I'll never forget being 14 years old and seeing I Love It Loud for the first time and being so happy. Kiss was back then. This wasn't weird elder shit. This was <laughs> awesome. The band looked and surrounded and sounded amazing. Gene had long hair again, looked menacing as hell, and Paul was doing somersaults across the goddamn stage. Ace was super cool, banging his guitar on his thigh, while Eric was bashing away behind a fucking tank. Yep. The song was immense, and it was an unforgettable few minutes. I was able to feel proud again. My boys were back. Yeah, nice. Aaron Martell, great episode, fellas. Really dig your album reviews. Tom, you're on crack for putting Creatures Below Asylum yeah. and Unmasked. But keep smoking it because it must help you bring the funny. And <laughs> Zeus, I'm with you on I Still Love You. I respect it more than I love it. Okay. And I think you replied a couple comments back to Aaron, who's got his uh, ridiculous, ridiculous, rock- ridiculous rock record review podcast. If you love album reviews, check out Aaron's podcast. They do tons of different, not just Kiss, all rock and metal stuff. Good, good, good podcast if you like those album reviews. It sounded like good, 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 clean girls. Good, 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 good clean girls. Hey, church, church, a good place. Mm. Oh, this place here. We're going to that. The Miss Black Awareness Package. You'll find some good, clean, clean girls. <laughs> uh, dynamic episode. Waited so long for Shout Out Loudcast. Never disappoints. Wow. Thank you very much. Steve Vargo. Love this one, guys. The record is one of my faves, so I have pretty strong feelings about it. The cover is awesome, and zero skippers for this one. I do agree it's darker, and that is why I like it so much. The band sound and look was badass. Also, on a side note, I must admit I do love Asylum as well, precisely because it's the opposite, in a fun record, as Tom stated. No, this is not a sunny Pony burner account. <laughs> yeah, nice job, Steve. That being said, I have to agree that Tom must be on crack to rate this below any other 80s Kiss record. Love you, buddy. Seriously, one of the many reasons I enjoy the Kiss Cadillac so much is because at times it is so varied in sound, look, etc. Then again, what the hell do I know? I even like Fast Kiss. LOL. Keep up the great work, fellas. That's a great one, Steve. Thank you. 
what's that? The third person accused me of being on crack, <laughs> crack out of your mind. Insane. You smoke crack. Don't you boy? <laughs> don't you insane? Crazy. Insane. What's the boy talking on a telephone, man. Explain it to him. Explain it to him. He broke more than your heart. It broke a heart in two. <laughs> oh, God, here we go. Uh, so we got a couple quote tweets here as well. I just want to give a shout out to my rock and roll heaven, who, if you guys are a fan of rock and metal and that kind of 80s genre stuff that we all love, great Twitter page to follow. Uh, he's a huge, huge fan. He's got his own internet radio show. Uh, my rock and roll heaven. He said, kill a new episode of shout out loudcast love creatures. Thank you. you got an awesome Twitter page. It's a lot of fun following you. Stevie, our buddy he said new episode. Check it out. The rock savages podcast retweeted us with war machine. That's their song. John Windsor retweeted us by saying what an album. Uh, and then I love it louder. I hope in this episode T and Z answer the eternal question. Do they in fact love it loud? So again, more Twitter fun. Thank you guys for all that. Yeah, we told you guys this. We had a lot of feedback on uh, on this uh, episode. I think probably the most feedback we've ever had on it on an album review. By this far, this is why we love the album reviews. We love the feedback, and we love to give it back to you guys, so you guys can hear this and kind of debate it yourselves and hear and get either pissed at somebody or want to high five them. So we got a couple on YouTube. Anthony Stratus Such a great episode by you guys To kick off the New Year's Creatures of the Night is one of my favorite albums Of all times I purchased it around 86 And I wouldn't be shy or embarrassed Playing in front of my anti-Kiss fan friends Creatures is kind of like my badge of honor album God bless Eric Carr His heart and soul is all over this album as well That's Good a point. great one Good point, excellent Yep, Marty White Uh oh Gene Simmons has invented many things. He invented Michael James Jackson. He invented Vinnie Vincent. He invented the Beatles, cruises, rock and roll hand symbol, and more. He invented many of the products we use every day. I just wish he'd invent something to help that entity behind the drums look more human. What? I think he's talking about Eric. Oh, Eric Singer. Okay, because I had creatures on the mind, so I'm thinking, okay, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Terry Coleman, awesomeness. Your album reviews are the best. Wow, thank you. Craig Broderick, great episode, guys. Keep the impersonations coming. <laughs> well, we, we started off this episode with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Ted Cobble. Uh, Chuck Hoskins, great episodes, guys. I have to agree with Tom on this one. I really enjoy this album as I do all Kiss albums. However, it stands out to me more than just a mid-pack album. Not the worst, but many ahead of it. I would put Lick It Up, Unmasked, and even Crazy Nights higher. Oh, <laughs> congrats I- on the third season, guys. You're only getting better. P.S. I feel lost now. I don't know where to get my spicy movies. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, he's the first person to notice that. Oh, uh, you yeah. still, you know, you know what you can. St- the website's still out there. Sorry, and the and the uh, the thing is still there. We're just not pushing it much, right? You can go over to uh, adamandeve dot com and put out the promo code loudcast and uh, go do a little bit of that uh, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then my favorite comment of the week, although it's not. Uh, comment of the week. It's my favorite. 
some naked lady named Nori oh. Orton Orte four days ago wrote, I need a boyfriend. <laughs> How was that not the comment of the week? Dude, there is nothing better than getting spam from like some Asian hottie who says, I need a boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, with a many emoji of lips. Oof. Did not can- snapper flap lips, like Oof. regular lips. Oof. Did we have we responded to her request that she needs a boyfriend? Oh, no, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody's responding to her request, Tom. I don't think you're doing any business. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tom, you have any a couple of DMs that we got to? You said I do. Yeah, this a couple here. This is good. We got one from Gary Roth, who is Gene from Kisteria. He's buddies with our with our uh, our buddy Scott Donaldson, who's the Fox drummer from Kisteria. Uh, he said, I just wanted to say I enjoyed the episode this week. As much as I like the original lineup, I have to say I've been listening to Creatures and Lick It Up mostly over the last six months. I also enjoy the Carrie episode. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Gary. That's awesome. Yep. Very cool. Uh, then we got a DM from Eric Schwenk. I enjoyed the Creatures review. I like that you had different takes on the album because depending on my mood, the album is in my top five. Other times it can drop out of my top ten. I agree with you about this being a premier album for Gene. I think it is Gene's second best album, just beating out Revenge. His best album is Love Gun. Oh, yeah. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Eric. You are right. Then uh, this is a nice comment from our Shout It Out Loudcasters page from Chuck Hoskins. After watching the latest episode, this is my question. Which is more controversial, that Creatures is worse than Asylum or that Creatures is better than the debut? My answer is that saying it's better than the debut is most controversial. That's an interesting one. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. So those those are a couple DMs there from some of our listeners, and we appreciate those too. See, I'd rather be have a controversial opinion than a stupid one. Oh yeah, that's the Zeus that I love. (laughs) Yep, we're a hot. I like it. Maybe they're stupid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, you have right. Creatures of the Night ranked second. That is absurd. So far of the albums we reviewed. Yeah, which includes Kiss, Dress to Kill, Rock and Roll Over. Stop. Yeah, Rock and Roll Over is ahead of it. Chair number two, we read in a minute. That's right. Forgive me. I forgot you have Rock and Roll Over number one. Yep. Uh, sorry, Tom had to get a Marco Rubio water break in the middle of his comment i didn't have to get a marco rubio anything i just got a water break (laughs) okay okay little marco yeah (laughs) with his low energy jeb (laughs) sleepy ben cotton now coming up on what we have here is people need to calm down and be nice to each other Okay, Sleepy Ben. <laughs> Next episode, Kiss Draft with Sleepy Ben. <laughs> Sleepy Ben God. Oh my God. Holy shit. Oh my God. Remember we were watching the, we were live texting each other yes. the debate. Yeah. Like he didn't come out and everyone's like, what the fuck is he doing? Everyone's like, he's still napping. <laughs> He was just sitting there. Everyone's like, dude, I think you're supposed to go out. And and he was like, like <laughs> oh, <laughs> low, <laughs> low energy gem. <laughs> Little Marco. <laughs> Fucking horrible. Anyways, anyways, let's wrap this thing up, Tom, with uh, some great, great emails. And uh, apropos of today's episode, Tom, yep. Rush's Lee 
Leafson Peart. It's Lifeson. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Rush. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm reading this as I'm going, so I'm like, I'm not putting the names together. Then yeah. I figured out. Oh, so he's given the names. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, its title is Pooney. Sonny Pooney, what a piece of shit that guy is. <laughs> Those Jericho Sonny Pooney drops get me every time. I don't know what's funnier. The actual way Jericho says, what a piece of shit. <laughs> or how Tom, I think, loses it right before the drop cuts off. Yep. Yes, that was that was Tom laughing there. <laughs> and I don't think that was very funny, Tommy, at our friend Sonny Pooney's expense. I think it was hilarious. Oh, so do I. Fuck him. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> um, God. All right. We got one here. Creatures, episode 105 from Ryan from Milwaukee. Oh. First, a haiku. Oh. We can all share. Meet Pandemic Paul. Behold his food. Bike. His mask. Let's get gelato. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, boy. Zeus and Tom, you guys are hilarious covering Pandemic Paul. And Zeus, your impression of Ace, oh, my God, it's spot on. I laugh out loud every week. Paul is beyond ridiculous at this point. <laughs> Love the Creatures episode. One thing I really acknowledge this episode and want to say is when you guys share your personal histories behind the albums, I love hearing them, and it is a highlight for me in the album reviews. Kiss is such a special band in that way, bringing people together, sharing stories, no matter the age or when the fandom began. Great, great listen as always. Now I cannot wait for the Elder Review. Wow, thank you for that. Nice comments. Appreciate that. Yeah, great podcast. Take care, Ryan from Milwaukee. Thank you. Yeah, that... <laughs> the haiku was fucking awesome. Oh, God. I got another one here. Creatures of the Night from Scott Mays. Love the latest podcast. Always enjoy the album review episodes. I have to say I agree with Tom that Creatures of the Night is a bit overrated. Very good album, but I don't hold it in the same pedestal as other Kiss fans. I discovered your guys' podcast about six months ago. It's become my favorite. Always look forward to new episodes. My commute to work is an hour and a half. Three days a week, so I've gone through many of the previous episodes. You guys make my drive a lot less mundane. Love the format of your shows, the cutaways, the special guests. Love the bonus episodes. It's awesome that you guys appreciate the grunge era also. Woo! Nice. Don't change a thing, and I look forward to what you guys have in store for the new year. Keep on rocking, Scott Mays, Pedro, Ohio. Wow, awesome. Thank you very much, Scott. That's awesome. Thank you. A uh, couple more here. Uh, our buddy Tony Smith, Creatures Review. My opinion, I agree with Tom's take on the album as a whole. The only real difference for me is as far as songs, I Still Love You bores me to tears. So slow, so draggy, give me, then she kissed me. All right, Tony, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? What is the matter with you? That's insane. <laughs> Love the comment Zeus was making about Keep Me Coming, had me rolling. Hoping Tom doesn't get hate mail for his opinion because we still love you. Thank you, Tony. Very nice. And here comes Angelo Capasso. No, 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 no. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Listen, I am a drummer. I think Eric's drumming not only carries this album, it's the best drumming on any Kiss album, bar none. 
It's Kiss's heaviest album from Creatures to War Machine. I agree. But George, no, no, no fucking way is Creatures better than the Kiss debut album. I'll give you Love It Loud and War Machine over Love Theme and Kiss in Time. But even those two songs mentioned on the debut were perfect for the style of music in the early 70s. Plus, Kissing Time wasn't even on the actual debut that I own, by the way. All I have to say about this matter are two words, Deuce and Black Diamond. Not another word about this, Georgie, because you know I am correct. I love you, Zeus. Don't get me wrong, and I respect your opinion, but you are wrong. Now, Tommy, what the fuck is wrong with you? Eight? Come on, eight? Creatures deserves way more respect than that. As stated above, it's a kick-ass hard rock album that deserves higher rating than eight, but fuck no way number two. Keep kicking ass, boys. You rule when it comes to Kiss Podcast, second to none. You will always be my number one on my list, and there is no debating that, Angelo. Dude, you're the best. Thank you. That's awesome. But he does realize we're talking about albums that we reviewed so far. We haven't reviewed Lick It Up. We haven't reviewed Harder Than Hell. We haven't reviewed uh, Love Gun. We haven't reviewed um, Destroyer. Right. There's still a lot to come. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, So we got another one here from Keith Wetzel. Hey, guys, big fan of the podcast and all the content you deliver every week. Love the open and honest opinions you provide instead of the foot rubs other podcasts give. Nothing wrong with voicing not only positive but negative reviews of our favorite band. Have you guys noticed the sudden increase of Gene political tweets? Why does he retweet an article that has a title in it and then type it again in his tweet? We thought political Paul was the only one voicing those opinions. Well, I'm off to make dinner now with my recipe for my other new favorite character, Pasta Paul. Tonight, it's pasta with peas. Tomorrow, thanks to Pedaling Paul, I'll be on my 25-mile bike ride to Starbucks. Take up and take care and keep up the good work. P.S. I'm the one who keeps suggesting the top Paul Stanley stage raps as a possible topic. Please keep in mind for future episodes. Maybe, Keith, you never know. Thank you for the email. That's great. And then one last one here. From our friend Danny Pooney, the good Pooney, I should clarify. The, the smart and the better looking one. Yeah. Hey, guys, another great album review episode. I love hearing the stories about how the songs and albums come together. I never knew how heavily involved Vinny was on this album. Creatures is awesome. Definitely a top five Kiss album. No skippable songs. Let's plan on all getting Kiss tattoos on the Kiss cruise. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. you never know, Danny. That might happen. Who knows who's going to be on that cruise this year? That was a supersized edition of previous episode uh, comments and stuff. Thank you for bearing with us. You know, I, I guess it's me and Tom, we enjoy this stuff. We know that you guys take the time out of your day to interact with us, and we want to show you the respect that we think those comments deserve. So we like to go over with them. So, you know, and this one was a little bit more detailed. So thank you. That was a great episode. If you missed it, tune in. Creatures of the Night. Great job. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you guys. Like Zeus said, a lot of feedback, and we want to give you guys the respect and open it up to some people that may have missed it. We know you guys are busy, and not everybody sees all the interactions, so that's why we like to start each episode off with that, kind of giving back to you guys the the feedback that you give us. Yep. So, Tom, usually we will turn this into uh, what's going on in Kiss World. From what I understand, not much. Nothing. I get nothing. It's just Paul and Gene doing some political stuff, which is their, you know, their right to do. We don't have a problem with that. It's, it's, it is what it is. But in terms of kiss news, just quiet since the new year show. Yeah. I mean, I, I do want to give a quick note to say like, uh, apparently Vinnie Vincent's mom passed away. God bless her. God bless Vinnie for that. That's uh, that's too bad. 
Um, but other than that, really, not much in Kiss World. No, so, quiet. yeah. So what do we usually do? We usually go into our episode. So we had come up with the idea of another Kiss draft. We have a bunch of them in our kind of uh, little list of future episode ideas. And one of them was like, let's get a, a live draft. Like, what would you build a, a great set list? But if we're going to put somebody on with us, we've got to get a couple people, not just one. Get a couple people. Let's get somebody that performs live. And our immediate thought is, oh, obviously, Chris, perfect for him. He And, you know, his knowledge of all the Kiss eras, especially the forgotten 80s era, is something I want to see. Because I like that that side of Kiss gets represented when he comes on. And then we were thinking about this in a few, we've had a few interactions with our, with Anthrax's drummer, Charlie Bonanti, reached out, he joined us. Next thing you know, Tom, me and you are having a kiss draft with Chris Jericho and Charlie Bonanti. You know, the same guy that we and you were in college watching his fucking bring the noise um, video nonstop. And uh, all his other great albums that he had with Anthrax released during our heyday. Yeah, that's right. I'm a big Anthrax fan. Among the Living, you guys, I'm sure, listen to this, know that album. It's one of the most iconic thrash albums of the 80s. Classic, classic album. Uh, And we know that Charlie's a huge Kiss fan. You know, they toured with him on the Crazy Nights tour. They appeared on Kiss My Ass doing She. Charlie and some of his friends were doing some stuff during quarantine. So he's a huge Kiss fan. So we we, we thought, hey, why not, you know? Let's see if we can get another big star musician, rock guy, and uh, have him come on here and, and have some kiss fun. And we, we were thrilled that he was uh, willing to join us and uh, thrilled for us. And we hope you guys are going to enjoy this because it, it was a blast. Yeah, he was, you know, as always, we're always fortunate enough that we even had any experience with any guests. They were like, ah, oh, guy's kind of a dick, but let's just get through it. Like, awesome as can be. Yep. This is a guy that, you know, he's got so many projects going on. You got to check out his YouTube stuff that he has. It's fucking fantastic. And the one thing I want to do bring up, Tom, is, you know, for me, I, I like a lot of the early Anthrax stuff. But I actually, my favorite Anthrax song is Only. Yes, that's when I they got that. Fucking love that song. That album is insane. That album is 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 people love that album. That's such a beloved Anthrax album. And that song, that was kind of when they went through their kind of little bit of a grunge version, if you want to say that. When that album came out, um, I remember getting that. It came out in '93. Sound of White Noise. It's when they had their new uh, vocalist. They had John Bush. So yep. the album, the album sounded completely different from everything they had other they had done. It wasn't really like thrashy, but that song only is amazing, and that album is is amazing. Um, yeah, good stuff. Anthrax got a ton of great stuff, but that album's really cool. Yeah, and I believe that is the friggin' uh, song that uh, I think uh, James Hetfield had called it a perfect song at yeah. the time. Yep, I fucking love it. Go catch yep. that song if you can. But great. Back to what we were doing. So we decided to do a kiss draft, 15 songs each. And apparently, uh, Chris, the fucking rules guy again, comes out and reprimands me because he changes it. 
He says we never discussed this and that he didn't like the way I was trying to do it. I was saying if we're doing a draft, I could pick my Gene Blood song as my first number one pick or my closer, which you you guys will see. And then Chris is like, now we need to go to first song, second song, third song. So you might see a little bit of hiccup there in the beginning. And that's, that's the background of this. Yeah. This was a good one here. Um, Like Zeus said, we had talked about it when we were kind of organizing this draft and scheduling it, everything we had talked about how we want to manage the draft. Do we want to draft it in order? Do we want to draft it with, you know, like you said, you could take your, your encore with your number one pick. Of course, we love Jericho. Like I, you'll hear, you know, it's not a draft episode with Chris unless he's berating us. So you'll see that the format took the place of the set list in order. First pick is your opener. Last pick is your closer. And we tried to say, you know, it doesn't need to be a favorite Kiss song set list, but let's try to base it in reality. You know, so there's a couple songs that we know that they would never play live, maybe. Um, but we weren't going to have it be like all crazy deep cuts. And and we did take the time to be like, okay, this is when Gene will, will do fire. This is when the solo for Ace will come out or whatever. We thought it was great. We had a great time. And of course, doing doing the draft, as you guys saw when we had Bruce on for the 100th episode, it just automatically contributes to having conversations about songs. It just naturally does that. And that's that's what this happened. And we had a great time. And Chris and Charlie were just, it was just a lot of fun. Without further ado... Kiss Draft 9. We got a little surprise for you tonight. We're going to turn the microphone over to... We got the great Charlie Benanti here from Anthrax. Huge fan. This is awesome. He's a huge Kiss fan. Anthrax toured with Kiss on the Crazy Nights tour. You know, the Kiss My Ass album, Anthrax did She, one of the most killer versions ever. And of course, during quarantine, Charlie was the drummer when they performed maybe one of the greatest Kiss songs ever, Mr. Speed. Um, Charlie, this is awesome. We're so happy that you, you've taken a couple, couple t- minutes out of your afternoon to join us for, uh, for some kiss talk. So thank you so much. Oh, this is going to be fun. It will uh, be. It will be. Would I ever pass up a chance to talk about old kiss? Never, never, never. never. I was just going to say, Charlie and I have done a lot of podcasts, uh, over the years, talked a lot about Beatles and anthrax and Van Halen, but this is our first kiss, uh, uh, experience. So it should be cool. Wow. Actually, awesome. that's right. We've done ACDC too. Yeah, ACDC too. That's right. Yeah, in depth for all of those. Right. Yeah. All right. So, what we're going to do is so, what we do on Shout Out Loudcast a lot, Chris has been part of one. We did one for our 100th episode. We were joined by Bruce Kulik. Uh, we've done drafts before. So, what we do is we pick a topic and then we go in a circle and we, we draft songs, we pick songs. So okay. for so for example, you're you're the guest today, Charlie. So you'll have the first pick. So say for example, you decide to pick uh, Detroit Rock City. Okay. Once you take that song, it's off the list, and no one can use it again. Okay. Okay. So then we keep now, going. When you say when you say hey, pick that song, what am I picking the song for? You're uh, gonna make a you're gonna make a 15 song set list and try to create your ultimate Kiss concert. That's what, <laughs> that, that's what we're gonna do today. <laughs> All right. So listen, so one of the things you can do is you can sit there and say, all right, there are kind of four real main kiss opening songs. So you might want to make sure you get an opening song, a closing song, maybe a gene blood song, whatever you want. 
But okay. at the end, we'll compare the 15 songs. As usual, we'll throw a poll up. Jericho's uh, burner accounts will come up and destroy the shit out of us and win by far. But these things happen. What are you going to do? <laughs> hey, quick question, guys. So is this any song within the KISS universe? Yeah. So what we're trying to do is, so we don't want it to be like, like a favorite song draft, although that might, that might, it might evolve into that. So, you know, I mean, if you want to take friggin' Snowblind off of the Ace album, go ahead. But we know that they've never played that live and they never would. So we're kind of, we're, we're sticking within the, you know, the Kiss concert experience. I mean, obviously if you throw in songs that you love that maybe you wish they'd heard, you could. Um, but again, it's, it's your set list. It's your thing. And we just want this to be fun. Just an excuse to talk shit and talk Kiss. Okay, so for me, it would be like the the four original members, right? That's it. it. Can be for you. It, it, for you, it can be that. It can be anything oh, you want. Yeah. You can pick songs just from the original, the original seventies. You can pick half from the seventies, half from the Revenge lineup. It's it's your it's it's your list. You it's okay. whatever you want. All right? All right. And then what we'll do is we'll go Charlie, Chris, yes, Zeus. <laughs> Zeus, you went last against Bruce, so if, I can go last if you want. Yeah, we'll switch that up. That's fine. So we'll go, we'll go Charlie, Chris, wow. Zeus, me, and then we'll swing back around and go me, Zeus, Chris, Charlie. And um, you can pick whatever you want, and uh, let's, just, let's just have some fun. Let's just talk kiss. So, Charlie, number yeah. one pick. I think we lost Charlie's camera, too. No, I see him. Oh, do you? Oh, I see him. There he is. Um, all right, so the opening track uh, – it's it's um it's not really that hard, but it is. I'm choosing between either Detroit or Deuce. That's the uh, that's the problem. That is the problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, man, I'm just gonna go Detroit Rock City. It just seems to. There you go. It, it seems to kind of it 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 feels right, you know. It does. And we've seen, we've all seen both of them open with them. I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not going to say what I'm partial to, but I'm not. I would never argue about Detroit Rock City being the opener. Chris, you, uh, yeah, I, I figured that somebody would take that in front of me, so I'm going to go with the opener that that they used when I saw them on the Hot and the Shade tour. No, which is uh, I Stole Your Love, which I believe they opened with on the Alive Two tour, didn't they, Charlie? Yeah. Yes, they did. The whole Love Gun tour, I think. The whole Love Gun tour. And yet they chose Detroit for a live two for whatever reason. But um, it's I think they actually opened with it on Kiss Me's Defender of the Park, too. So, Oh, God. All right. So that leaves me with – well, I I know Zeus has one in his back pocket. Oh, no, wait. wait, 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 You're next. You're next. So I'm I'm the one one who gets fucked. So I'm going to flip this on you guys. Okay. I'm not going opener. I'm going to steal Black Diamond from all of you guys oh. because that to me is more important. There are four songs that could open Kiss that I feel one of them's going to be there for me and I don't care. So I want oh, Black Diamond. Hold on a second. You're doing the same thing you always do, Zeus. Yeah, you're changing right. the fucking rules, man. You said oh, it's an opening song is first. So you're choosing Black Diamond as an opener. That's the rule. Right. No, no, no. I knew I'm this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. I remembered and I asked you. I said, you're okay with us picking things all over the place. Yeah, I yeah. said that. You said you're asking if you could pick different lineups. Yes. <laughs> we're not going in order opening songs. That's what I thought we were, man. 
You're opening with Black Diamond. That's the oh, rule. Black Diamond. Dude, that's bullshit. Controversy. I had my first pick. Fuck the opener. I want Black Diamond. Well, then you that's know, your opening song, then. That's how it works. That's my opening song. It's my closing <laughs> song. You do. Right. You're on opening songs. Are All right. So, in other words, in other words, are you going to force me to – are we going to go song one, two, song yes. three? That's you said put together the ultimate live set. That's oh. that's what I that's what Charlie and I signed up for. Not going to fucking change the rules again like you always do. Oh, God. Listen. Charlie, this happens every time, man. This guy is too much. I'll Charlie, it, it, gets, what, uh, it, it gets chaotic here. This is why we love this. If In case you didn't starting, realize. I'm starting to find this out. Yeah. <laughs> in case you didn't realize, I'm the attorney of the group. And there's no fine print or boilerplate language that says that we have to go in this order, Mr. Jericho. So I feel that I can switch and pick the last song. But you never, you never, listen, man, that's like changing a football draft uh, in the middle of the, of the playoffs. You never said that off the bat. You said there's only four opening songs, so we're all going to pick one. No, I just said that there's four opening songs, really, that you could choose from. Well, then choose one of them, because this is the opening song. <laughs> you're fucking me, because I don't give a shit. All right, fine. If you're forcing me to go under these rules, as a, as a courtesy, because I don't want to be disrespectful to you two, I will go along with this and begrudgingly pick Deuce, which I love. And I'll take Deuce, and you're going to get stuck with Creatures, I assume. No, I, 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 can, I can pick whatever I want. I can pick what, whatever what I want. Been up a Kiss concert with. I can. Pick, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. But you're right. We took. You took all the lie. All the all the openers. I would take. So I'm stuck. So um, I look. I love Alive Three, and I love Creatures of the Night. So I'm going to take Creatures of the Night as my opener. I knew it. Yeah. So there's, so there's my opener. So now we're going to swing back around to me. I'll pick again. Then Zeus, Chris, Charlie, and back to back. So now, now second yeah. song in our set list. Right. All yes. right. So, so song two for me, um, God, I want to try to put together a good set list here for, for myself and for everybody else. So song two for me, um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Parasite song two. Ooh, it's another Anthrax cover. Yes. Wow, that's, that's a good one. Exactly. Uh, All right, Zeus. Wow. Oh. Do I go with the ultimate second song? But he already took the one that should precede it. Stop thinking so hot. It's Kiss. <laughs> All right. Fuck it. I, I know it really won't match, but I'm going to take King of the Nighttime World. Oh, All right. Nice. All right. Back to Chris. When, that, uh, when I first bought Alive 2... I thought those were two different songs because the way they have it listed in the track is it says Detroit Rock City, then yep. it says King of the Night, then it says Time World. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they didn't and, have it. That's right. And I didn't know I bought the live. <laughs> King of the Night was one song, and Time World was the second song. <laughs> yeah, Paul, Paul was saving that for Time Traveler. That pile that's of right. Yeah. Oh, God. God. I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with Making Love as number two. Wow. I just wrote that down. All Did right, you Char really? Okay. Charlie, back to you. You, got back to, you, you, you get back-to-back -back picks, Charlie. Um, the, uh, so, okay, so in my concert, so Detroit Rock City ends, you know? Yep. And then Paul, Paul says a little, he'll do, he'll do a little rap, and he'll say, <laughs> uh, 
he would say something like, we've been all around America, and you know... <laughs> and, and we've been all around the world, but there's no place I want to be than rocking in the USA, and then bam, they go into rocking in the USA. Wow! Nice! Nice! nice. I, wow! Love that song. That's right. cool. That's a that, I like that. That's good. All right, so you got another pick. You got back to back picks, and then we kind of swing the draft line around. So you've got "Rocking in the USA," and now you get your next song. Uh, then we're gonna go old school, and we're gonna hit it with uh, "Got to Choose." Oh, oh nice. nice! There you go. Which I believe was third on the list on "Kiss Alive," wasn't it? Yep. Nice. Um, so mine is I Stole Your Love uh, with a big crash and burn straight to the riff of Making Love. Then there's a little bit of a rap where Paul says, you know, that we're so excited. we got a lot of good-looking girls. And you all, you're, all so in, you're all so in love with our charisma. Oh, yes. Charisma, wow. Oh, that's always been my favorite song off of Dynasty, and I love that album. It's a great tune. Yeah, I just wish the production was different. Yeah. yeah. Who, who produced that record, Paul? Vinnie Poncia. Poncia. Yeah, Vinnie Poncia. Yep. He's a New York guy, isn't he? I, I, I you know, I like the way Peter's solo album sounds. Oh, but I don't like oh and, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not saying I like it, but I was <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited there. <laughs> no, but uh, I don't like the way Dynasty sounds. It just yeah. it, it wasn't raw. It sounded like yeah. Uh, I, I just don't like it. Yeah, no, that's that, that's pretty much the complaint. I think people like the songs, but the, yeah, the production's got kind of a couple issues there. But Zeus, yeah, what do you got? Number Freddie, three, Freddie Kramer did it. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah, if Eddie Kramer did that, would have been a beast. So. Yeah, after song two, Paul jumps in. How you doing, people? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> if we're in Boston like us, Boston! Oh, he loves that. <laughs> I know. And the funny thing is, he when he's in Boston, he always <laughs> likes to tell us that he just left New York, his hometown. And he doesn't get that there's a Boston, New York thing, and he gets booed every time he says it. And he's Dude, always caught off guard. Like, what the fuck did I just say? What's we that? saw we saw Kiss at the casino in Connecticut, which obviously Connecticut's kind of half and half. So he came out. He's like, we just came from New York City. And everyone's like, boo. And he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Dude. So let me, um, let me switch this up a little bit. Let's uh let's get into some new stuff before all, all the good new newer Kiss songs get taken. Okay. I want to get some uh, I want to get some girls on the stage, and Paul's going to start going nuts and sing "Take It Off." Wow, oh. wow, <laughs> that's early for that. Oh no, no, this is like '90s Paul. Oh God, yeah, excellent, good vocal Paul. Oh yeah, yeah. That's all right. True. All right, so back to back for me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it old school here. Um, so we open up with creatures. We turned it over to Gene for Parasite. Now we're gonna go to probably my all time favorite Kiss song. I stole your lovers right there too, but we're gonna keep it old school. Off a of dress to kill. We're gonna do Come On and Love Me number three. Ooh, nice. Uh, so that means oh. I can't use I can't use that now, right? Correct. That that's off the board. Yep. Probably my favorite song. All right, so back to me. So I got another pick here. Um, 
So I'm going to kind of move it into a little bit of the 80s here. So we're going to go right from Come On and Love Me into, um, let's see here. I want to give something off of this album. So Come On and Love Me was kind of upbeat here. So we're going to slow it down, give it back to Gene, and we're going to do Not for the Innocent off of Lick It Up. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Good All right. Tom. Yep. All right. So back to me. Um, I want full participation by the band. I'm going to switch it over. I'm going to go off the original album. I'm going to go nothing to lose. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Great album. Yep. Nice. Chris. I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite Paul Stanley songs that Kiss has never played. Also from the same record that you took, Tom, going from charisma straight into a million to one. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. Good one. Yeah, he only played that on his uh, when he did his solo tour, solo, correct? It was, it was awesome. Yeah, they did a big, long uh, solo break at the end with that band that he had. It was killer. Yeah. Oh, nice. That was fucking sweet. I know. I don't know why that song didn't become like a hit. I mean, Kiss was kind of, you know. They never released it as a single, did they? No, but I'm saying no. why didn't they? That's kind of what mm-hmm. I meant. It should have been because the song. Yeah, was I great. agree. It's a great tune. All right, Charlie, we're back to you. You get you get two picks in a row, Charlie. Okay, so uh, fourth song, I'm going to go with my favorite album, Rock and Roll Over, and this is going to be, I got to call out the Dr. Love. Oh, yeah. Ooh, nice. Nice. Then we have a break. Okay. Now Paul's going to Paul's going to introduce Ace Frehley. He's going to come out and sing Rip It Out. But Oh, nice. Rip Rip It Out goes into his guitar solo. So his guitar smokes after Rip It Out. Oh, that's great. Perfect. That is that, that that has that has by far been one of the my all time favorite Kiss songs. Not even solo album, just just general Kiss catalog. That song is insane. It's the great. It's the greatest on that record. Man. The Dre and, and Anton Fig is just out of his mind on that album. So yeah, good. Yeah. So good. Anton rules. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah! Uh, all right, Chris, back to you. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Huh. Um, kind of in the middle of the set, a million to run. Oh my gosh, I want to go super obscure here, but it's it's a, it's a live track. Um, I'm gonna yeah. go with uh, I'm gonna go with Ace is on now too as well, and he's gonna bring out some bust out some strange ways. Oh, oh. wow! Wow. Okay. And and Ace doesn't have a solo in this, uh, but they do an extended jam solo. Okay. It's like if the Ace does his solo mm-hmm. over top of, of the band playing, so it's different from usual. So that's I mean that's where Ace's solo is at. Wow. Ace's jam, yeah. Okay. Zeus. All right. Um do I go to another guy singing here? I've got to get Gene involved here somewhere before all his songs get taken up. Um, Take it up! (laughs) (laughs) Combine two songs in one. Oh, man. man. Uh, If I take it from Love Gun, Tom will shoot me. No, this is a draft, dude. Come on. It's it's your thing. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about him. I'm not worried about it. I'm just speaking out loud. I know. I know. I know. Um, I don't want to get to it too early then. I'm going to. 
I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go, I'm going to stick to the old school. I'm going to take some of the staples. It's not on their tour now, but they should have it. And that's, I'm going to go with Firehouse. And I want that fucking siren going off. Because it (laughs) makes the whole fucking song go. Just like uh, when they did, I think it was the Mike Douglas show, Tom. Am I right? And that that performance there. Oh, Dude, that dude it is so annoying how many fucking classics they leave off the end of the road set list to, for stuff oh. that just doesn't I know I know I'm in the minority. I know I know Chris, you love that the end of the road set list, and it is good, but well, I just like the fact of playing stuff from all their eras. Yeah, know? no, I, you're if you right. don't it makes it look like the last 20 years is shit. Yeah, no, I know, I know. You're right, you're right. All right, so you took Firehouse, so we're back to me. I got back to back picks here. Um, let's see. I'm gonna go back to well, I haven't taken anything off my favorite album yet, so I'm going to do that right now. Uh, let's see. Charlie and Chris had Ace come out on the stage, so now it's Ace's turn for me. We got a little surprise for you tonight. And uh, we're going to do Shock Me. And just the greatest, my favorite Ace song, personally my favorite solo of his, and um, that's when he's going to do all of his guitar charades. So shock me for me there. That's ace. Um, and then we're going to, we're going to kind of move it into the modern era here a little bit. Um, let's do something off of, let's see. We've had Gene do two songs. Paul do two songs. Ace do a song. Let's go back to Paul and do. Um, I don't like that song live. I don't like that song Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go back to the classics here. That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens. You know, I try, I try, and I just can't. I just get, I just get sucked back in. And um, I'm gonna go over to. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take something off the debut album here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Strutter, and I'm thrilled that they threw that into the end of the road tour. That was an awesome surprise. Yeah, that was cool. Yep, that was good. So Strutter for me. So Zeus, back to you, boy. All right, my friend. So let's, uh, before there's a big run on all the Ace stuff, I will go with probably my favorite Ace song, and that is Rocket Ride and Solo. Nice. Nice. What a great song. Oh, yeah. That riff is killer. Yeah, I had P- I saw people on Twitter getting into a little Kiss argument today saying that that's Kiss's greatest riff, and I was like, eh, it's great. It's not the greatest. Which tune? What's Rocket that? Ride? Rocket, Rocket Ride. Rocket Ride. Oh, I don't know if it's the greatest riff. It's pretty cool, though. It's an awesome song for sure. Now you take those Alive 2 songs and you take the best off the solos. Good God, would have that have been a killer album? Oh, no doubt. Between no Love doubt. Gun and, and Dynasty? Oh, man. Nope. All right, Chris, yeah. back, back to you, buddy. What you got? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, After Strange Ways is kind of a mid-tempo jam. Then I'm going to go to um, Heaven's on Fire. Oh, okay. There you go. Bring the tempo back up a bit. Yep. Oh, yeah. Because Strange Ways, great song, but that's a that's a moody song for sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Charlie, we're back to you, my friend, and you got back to back songs, two picks in a row for you. Oh, okay. So, um, this was the one song that I wish was on a live one. Okay. I wish it got that treatment, that sound of it. It's mm-hmm. just alive. alive. Uh, a lot of those songs took on a new life when they did it on that right. record. Totally. And I always felt that the song All the Way was... Oh. Even, um, 
deserve to be on that record because it just has that. Could you imagine if it was on side one, like song? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, five. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's just such a great Gene song, and I just one of my favorite songs. And we did a cover of it a couple of like a month or two ago. Yes, you did. Really? Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, with Joe, with John. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie's, Charlie's awesome. Deuce and I, Deuce and I sing the praises of that song all the time. That song is amazing. It, yes, that's a great pick for you all the way. Awesome song. Great, great song. Oh, I yep. love it. They Next did that song. on a Kiss cruise, by the way. Yeah, that's the only time yeah. they performed that, and it's actually yeah. they did a great job of it. It's like what the fuck? Fans would love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I know. Um, uh, but. Don't get me wrong. It would only have to be during that time that I want to hear it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I may be coming off as kind of a little, you know, <laughs> partial. But uh, so don't worry. The next song, the next song I want to hear is um, going to be. Wait, did you guys pick All American Man? No. No. no it was wrong. Yeah. Okay. So Take- that's. That is one of my favorite Paul Stanley songs. Nice. Okay. All-American man. And Chris, we're back to you, buddy. All right. I'm going to do uh, uh, War Machine, but with oh. the the Eric Carr intro. Dun, 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 from uh, uh, Uncensored. And that's Regina at the end of it, Breeze the Fire. Awesome. Oh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> is, nice. that, is that where he did it? In that? Yeah, that animalized tour. That's what he did. I think that's what he does it now too, isn't it? Did he do it on the end of the road at that time as well? Sure. I think. Forget. He did it after. Um, was it War Machine? I think it's it War Machine, or maybe was it I Love It Loud? I don't remember which one it was. I think it was it's War, it was, war Machine because they have the sirens going on and all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then everything, the clouds are going up, and then he takes it. Yeah, you might be right. He used to do it with Firehouse, which I will say then that's what I would put on mine too, Chris. You're right. I forgot all about the fire. So that's Firehouse for me. The do you know, fire. Yep. Do you know who wrote War Machine, Charlie? Uh, I was going to say Desmond Child, but no, it's going to be Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Right. And, yep. and his uh, partner, Jim Valance, and they gave it to Gene. And Gene said it needs an extra verse. And they're like, no, it doesn't. He goes, yes, it does. And now it's written by Gene Simmons, Brian Adams, and Jim Valance. Uh, <laughs> we just did we just did Creatures of the Night as an album review last right. week. And we just talked about it. No, 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 no. You don't understand. It needs <laughs> in this story that we read, Jim Valance is like. They were both on the phone like, what the fuck is he talking about? No, it's not complete. <laughs> but let me ask a question here. Since we have Charlie and you did get to tour with, with Kiss and they were your heroes uh, for many years, so how was that touring with those guys? Were they cool to you? Oh, it was awesome. Um, uh, Gene, Gene knew us prior to that because we had met him once, and he was very cool. Like the first day – our, our dressing room was like theirs was in one side of the hallway and then ours was the other side. And as you can tell by us being such crazy Kiss fans, we never went in our dressing room. We just stayed in the hall waiting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and um, like the first week of that tour, Paul just said, you know, just waved and 
never really talked to us. And the fucking classic story is we were talking with Gene. This is about a week or two into the tour. And my nephew, Frankie, of course, we're talking to Gene. And, and he says to Gene, you know, Paul, he doesn't talk to us. He just sees us in like a wave. Like, what's wrong? He's got an attitude or <laughs> he just doesn't like it. He doesn't. He's like, he just doesn't like us, or is he being an asshole? As he's saying this, Paul comes walking up. And he's like, <laughs> and Gene goes, wait, 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 Paul, the guys want to know why you're such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was it. it. It broke the ice. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> that is great. Oh, that's a great story. <laughs> Now, Charlie, you toured with them. It was the Crazy Nights tour. Did you guys ever tour with them for anything else other than Crazy Nights? Yeah, we they uh, we did some festivals together in Europe. That's right. Uh, that's right. Um, and uh, did I play with them? Yeah. Well, then we played uh, the Chicago Open Air. Like that. Yep. Okay. Years. I remember on that too. Right. Yeah. That nice. that was that was such an awesome show. Uh, during the show, they they bring like someone up. Uh, and they were like, would would uh, would your daughter like to come up and just you know blah 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 dance with Paul a little bit? And I'm like, without even asking her, I'm like, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> let's go, yes, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> All right. They were great. They were great that night too. Very yeah. cool. That's awesome. Okay, sorry, I just went out. Oh, no, um, I brought it on. Who's too big? Is it? Uh, Zeus, you're up. Me. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. So we're going to. Uh, this is favorite kind of favorite songs. If we could pick a live album, I would kill to hear them play. And they never would, but nowhere to run off of Killers. Oh, that's oh, one wow. of that is one of the greats. I, I love I, that song. I hate that that song got buried on Killers. So that it never got the push that it deserved. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. That's All right. So back to me, back to back songs. Okay. I am going to go with, um, I'm a big, I, I know this, the album takes a beating and some of it, it deserves the beating that it gets, but there's a couple songs on here that I like. Um, and I would love to see them try to pull this off live, but, uh, that is the oath off of music from the elder. Great, <laughs> great drumming in that oh, song. By yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. Eric is a monster on that. I mean, I know he gets all the credit for Creatures because Creatures is a better album than The Elder, but um, yeah, that, uh, he's just spectacular on that. So then we're gonna. So then isn't, I got, Tom, isn't that another one they played on the cruise a few years ago? The Oath. I. They played I. I think. Oh, yeah, not, I think they played no, the Oath. They, they right. yeah. No, they did play. Okay, you can find it online. Now okay. maybe if Tom comes on this cruise again, Chris. Yeah. Maybe they will play it in front of him too. I Let's doubt go. it. They're not taking any chances anymore. <laughs> Please. All right. So I got one more pick. So we're going to go to Gene. Everybody's got Gene breathing the fire and everything. Um, we're going to bring it. We're going to make pick probably the newest song that anybody has taken here. Uh, and that is Unholy. Ah, I knew you are going to take it. I can't believe it lasted this long. Every time you're on it, you always snatch that. I know, but I'm trying to think of the set. You don't have it on too early if it's going to be a big effect with it. I know. Right? I know. No, you're right. You're right. So the Unholy, that is my eighth pick. Oh, what does he do? Does he do anything during it? Yeah, that's his fire. That's that's oh, what that's he does. Fire. Okay, that's his gotcha. fire. Yep. Yep. Well, if that's the case, then I'm going to do this before it's going to be a run on it. I'm going to take God of Thunder, and he's doing blood. Ah, okay. all right. I mean, I love the song and the way they set it up now, live with him going up top 
And then when he finally goes, well, oh yeah. And then all of a sudden the drums start going and you got the lightning bolt and everything going on, the special effects and he's up on high. I, I still, it gives me chills, man. It brings me back to when I was a little kid and there's Gene Simmons. It's got a thunder. Holy shit. I fucking love it. Love yeah. it. It's a song that's just so much better live. I mean, the studio album, the studio version on Destroyer is fun with all the effects and everything, but the live, you can't, can't beat the live version. Chris, what do you got? Well, um, I'm going for uh, 100,000 years. And not, A, because I love the song, by the way. It's top 10 for me. But here, really? the, Charlie and, and Mike Portman and I did this when we had, our, we had a Beatles reunion tour. And there's no, there's no rules, what ifs, what ifs. The Beatles are we're still around and they can do whatever they want. So in this 100,000 years, we do uh, like a Doobie Brothers thing where there's a three-way drum solo. Between Ooh. Peter, Chris, Eric Carr, and Eric <laughs> Wow. Three kits, and they all move around, and they, they can one, – one kit, one throne goes to the other guy's kit, and they cross in the air, and they high-five as they go, and there's a bunch of cool <laughs> shit going on. All right. That's creative. I'll take that. That's pretty awesome. I just thought of that right now. Hey, that's like good. That. That's good. That'd be cool, though, right, Charlie? It'd be fun. I like that. That would be awesome. Hey, cool. well, real quick. Quick, quick segue before Charlie takes his back-to-back picks. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because we know your time is valuable. We just, we just, like Zeus said, we just did Creatures of the Night review last week. And I took a boatload of shit because in my, I like Creatures of the Night. It's a good album. It's a great album. Every Kiss album is great for the most part. But we, when we rank the albums, I said that I personally enjoy Asylum more than Creatures of the Night. And I got bludgeoned on social media. <laughs> <laughs> I Chris, agree. you agree with me? I think Creatures of the Night is a great record, but I think that people like it so much because of it. It kind of um, came out after all those kind of really poppy, crappy albums in a way. Yes. When you start getting to like you know Killer and Rock and Roll Hell and Saint and Sinner, they're pretty stock. Well, I think that that Asylum, most of those songs are pretty killer, uh, especially when you look at them thirty years later. Yeah, I just said that I think it's I think they're mediocre songs covered up with over the top drum production. The, the songs sound good, but they're just not good songs, if that makes sense. But I would say too, though, that besides the the first record, that they they still play more songs from Creatures Live than any of the other records, right? Because they still do four from Creatures, I think. They do. Well, they do. Uh, yeah, they do War Machine. I love it loud. Um, well, up until a certain point, they were still doing yeah, Creatures. Yeah, yeah. I still love you a few years ago, right? So yeah. Now, yeah. Charlie, you being a drummer, I got to think that you love cre- you love Creatures of the Night. Charlie, talk some sense into them. Creatures of the Night is so much better than Asylum. Please tell me you agree. Well, I don't even know. I, I can't even talk about it because I've never really heard Asylum. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> so I couldn't even. Yeah, but uh, if there's one thing about Creatures, it's the cover. That's That's great. Oh, yeah. Cover is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I once said that I would back in the day I would buy a Kiss album with nothing inside, just a cover. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and, I, and I would still say this is the greatest album they ever did. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So that quick segue. So Charlie, we're back to you. Back to back picks. You got two picks in a row, buddy. Oh, okay. So Gene is gonna uh, blow the fire for uh, this song, "Flaming Youth." Oh, great! Wow. All right. Nice. My uniform is leather. Yes, it is. <laughs> Come on. All right. The, the lyrics in that, man. Oh, and then um, 
And then we're going to follow it up with Mr. Speed because it's just, it's a, it's one of those songs that just gets overlooked and it's a great Paul song. Yeah, it really is. That should have been on a live too, for sure. Charlie, Charlie, you're taking all the songs that Zeus and I love. So this is great. We all have very similar tastes with, when it comes to classic kiss, but you're right. We all say Mr. Speed. How was that song? Not a hit, but uh, that's that's an argument we all, we, we all have Chris back to you. Okay, um, I gotta think about this for a second because there's a lot of great tunes that are still left, but trying to put together the proper live set here. So I will go with after 100,000 years. Um, I'll go because uh, that's got the long drum solo. I'll go into uh, I'll go into lick it up. Oh, okay. <laughs> With the version that they do now with the won't get fooled again, uh, middle part. Okay. So you, you like that they add that? I love that. Okay. Yep. Zeus, th- Zeus, Chris and Charlie are taking all of your songs. I didn't like, I thought that I could sneak by. I'm like, they're not going to take Mr. Speed. That's a deep cut. And they're probably fatigued of lick it up. But that, those two songs. I, I think I, Look, it, Look It Up has become like uh, like Fear of the Dark from Iron Maiden, as in it was an okay song on the record, but live they've transformed it into one of the centerpieces of the show. I yep. feel the same way about Lick It Up, even when we just saw that show in Dubai with all the lasers. And I don't you know if you've seen it lately, Charlie, but they, they break it down to that middle part from Won't Get Fooled Again with the big drum part, the big scream, and just it really fits. I, I really dig that. It's one of my favorite parts of the show now. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. Much better live. Yeah, have you ever seen the the Family Guy with the with the dog driving around in the van, and he's got a Hummer, and since he buys the Hummer, every channel that he's on plays "Lick It Up," so he can't go anywhere without "Lick It Up" on because that's what a Hummer guy would have on. Of course, of it's course. fucking it's fucking brutal. But it, it, I mean, the song is that just chorus. That's Paul at his best. How fucking catchy is it? Just, just simple, something simple as lick it up. And mm-hmm. he just knows how to do it. Yep. Um, all right. Good, good catch. There, I definitely had that, you know, right here on my list there next. Nice. All right. So I go newer. Um, what is something I, you know what I'm going to take? Um, I'm going to, no, I'll skip it because I don't. I know Tom won't take it, and I don't want to go back to back Gene because I don't think that ever really happens. Um, oh, I'm fucking here now. Um, come oh, on, okay. Take one that you reminded me of, Chris. Wow. Uh, I'm going to take a song right off that album as well, and I don't think they played it live. They might have for a little bit. And that is all hell's breaking loose. Wow, cool! I love that riff. Nice. I love it. And uh, Vinny kills on it. Even the solo, it's a, it's a fucking catchy. Yeah, that is, that is a good tune. That cool little harmony on that—that's really pretty cool. Yeah, and they and they beat Anthrax to the punch between the rap metal stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's good true. point. <laughs> uh, Paul's cool. He is the breeze. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> he was the breeze. <laughs> well, right, you better be wearing your mask, Tom. That's all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna. So we just finished Unholy. We're gonna go back old school here. We haven't heard from uh, Peter yet because again, this is fantasy world. So we're gonna have Peter take over and my favorite Peter song, 
oh. off of my favorite album, oh. and that is Hooligan off of Love Gun. <laughs> He's we'll my guy, Hooligan. and that song sucks. Oh, that song does it's not dangerous. suck. How dare you? Is the worst fucking title for song. It's just just so stupid. Dude, he won't go. He, he won't go to school again. <laughs> and if he had a nickel, he'd I, find some, I mean, come on. Who rhymes with hooligan? School hooligan. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hooligan. <laughs> and I think Peter's my guy, but it's just but right. good one, Tom. All right. So then after Hooligan, we're going to uh, we'll slow it down a little bit. You're going to hear the acoustic intro um, and then we're going to go right into Rock Bottom off of Dress to Kill. Oh, you took that. Oh, a steal. All right. Sorry, Charlie. It's OK. It's rock okay. Bottom. Sorry, Charlie. Rock <laughs> Bottom, Tom. Yep. Zeus back right from Dress to Kill. Well, I'm going to go early stuff uh, as well. And uh, I am going to take what I think is the kick-ass performance off of um uh winterland and that's watching you live oh Oh, great the original kiss not alive three i'm talking winterland that black and white them doing it oh it looks so and sounded so heavy for that time period what you you're not in your head charlie so what do you think oh i'm in agreement i think it's awesome one of my favorite songs because it's just so, oh my gosh, it's just the best watching you on the live. It just crushes. Yeah. Yeah. That Winterland concert. He sees the shit out of that too. That Winterland concert in black and white. Gene is so menacing the way that camera kind of pans up to him kind of up close and he just looks like, oh, it's just, it's the best. It makes you feel like you're like, this is my band. They are so fucking badass and, and just different. Yep. And it's funny because, you know, I know they were jumping around a lot and there was a lot of mistakes. But I, for me, it's like watching that. It always I, I thought they were playing great, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, yep. and again, P- Peter back then, untouchable. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Peter yep. was Peter was amazing in those early albums. I mean, Zeus and I are huge fans of Peter to begin with. But yeah, he was he was he nailed it back then. Chris, yeah. over to you. Um, I had two choices for the blood song and uh, watching you was one since you took it. It's probably Kiss's heaviest song. I bet you Charlie's never even heard it. It's from uh, Carnival of Souls. I'm going to go hate. Yes. Um, and at the end of it, there's going to be a crash and burn and Gene's going to spit that fucking blood all over the place. Love it. Damn. Have you heard that song, Charlie? <laughs> I don't know that song. I'm, I'm going to send it to you. I'm going to send it to you. It's really heavy. I think you'll like it. The drums are killer on it. I'm going to go on my, on my thing and get it, dial it in and play yeah, it. Yeah, check it out. It's when they're going through their, like, uh, we want to be heavier than grunge phase. And it's yeah. super, like, I think you'll like it. Okay. It's, uh, it's a little Alice in Chains, like that okay. era of grunge. Not so much. Like Gene's so- singing super, hey, yeah. It's super, like, no. Oh! Eric's Eric's Eric Singer is a friggin' monster on that Which song. Right, yeah. so I will say this to both of you, Chris and Tom. You guys are saying about creatures being kind of dark and heavy versus the asylum, like you know, it's more fun kiss. Yeah. You both love creatures. Isn't that a dark song uh, album? Yes. It is, yeah, sure. Of course it is. I agree. No, you're right. You're right. And and somebody came at me on Twitter with that too. And and and, and you're right. I guess it is kind of a, a kind of double talk because I'm like Creatures of the Night, ah, you know, it's a dark album. You know, they could be, you know, rock and roll, you know, hell, sinner, 
war, killer, danger. Everything is like freaking apocalypse album. Yeah, but that's true. You know, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, I, I think I look at it differently because I know what they were trying to do on on Carnival of Soul. But you know, that being said, uh, Charlie, back to you. Back to back picks, two picks in a row for you, buddy. Uh, okay, so the next one is going to be towards the end of the set. They're gonna have. They're gonna do a long song here, and we're gonna do she. Um, oh yes, yes. Um, because she walks by moonlight. Um, such a great riff, and I think this is one of the more funkier Kiss songs, like for back then. You know, yeah, it's got a groove um, to it. Yep, great groove, and Peter uses cowbell in it, and uh, Gene has that breakdown section with Peter, and it's like it's it's a it's a drummer and bass player's dream that section. Yeah. You know? Um, and the so version and, and the version on "Kiss My Ass" that you guys did is just oh, so good. That was so much fun doing it because they were there, you know. Yeah. Yep. And uh, they sang the backups, of course, and uh, spent like two or three days with them in the studio, and it was one of those times where you just like pinch yourself, and this is going on right now. So, <laughs> That's great. I, right, right. I purpose I I purposely wanted to do like a hundred takes of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna need more studio time. Uh, <laughs> no. And then um, I haven't had a Peter Chris uh, vocal yet, so now we're gonna do a song that Peter did outside of Kiss, and he's gonna play it with Kiss, and it's called Baby Driver. Great. Oh, oh yes. All right. That is a the that end. Is- the the end of that song, the way he just kind of ad libs. Yep. And he's screaming. And it, it, Peter had that great raspy yeah. voice, man. Oh, you sure so good. That so good. I feel that constantly, Charlie. That's the thing about Peter. That nothing to lose. God, black Chris. black diamond. You can't like God. And all right, Eric Singer can can kind of do it. Eric Carr can kind of do it. They don't. You know, maybe drum wise, they can be better than Peter, but they don't have that voice. Mm-hmm. And. And it's, it, it, it is just, it is interesting though that all three drummers kind of had a similar kind of gruff voice. I thought that was yeah. kind of interesting. Well, obviously yeah. Peters is the best, no doubt about it. But when both of the Eric sing it, it's in the same wheelhouse. I just thought that was another kind of. I wonder if that had any bearing when they hired those guys that they could sing that way. Yeah, no, it's an interesting uh, c- connection between the three of them. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, you're Chris, you're up. Uh, now that's the end of the set, so I'm going to do what Kiss does and, and, and stack it with hits. So it's uh, Love Gun right now with Paul flying into the crowd. <laughs> Damn it. Well, Is he pleading for them to come out there? Like, if they want him? Say my name! <laughs> you mean, what? <laughs> Say Paul! Paul? <laughs> All right, oh, Zeus, over cool. to you. All right. God, man, you know, it's great. This band is so cool that I'm just like, I could go anywhere. Still, I can go anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't get that too many bands. Um, I'm going to probably try to take something that, you know, this is a, a dream, a, a wish. You know, no, no, no. I'll, I'll take it back. You guys are talking about Peter stuff. And another one is this might be my favorite Peter song other than the the ones that everyone knows and that is mainline off no, of no, hotter no. than hell i love that I song that on my list yep yeah Great. and i'm always wondering that 
Do you think they were writing about drugs? Because, I, I mean, Paul wrote yes. it. Peter sang it. That's what you think Paul is. was talking about mainline as drugs in 74? That was kind of the thing everyone was doing back then, wasn't it? Mainline? Yeah, I mean, what I mean, I've never I put it this way. Me personally, I've never heard the term other than referencing drugs. So I don't know. I mean, it's just well, the lyric is, uh, you know, that it's easy. So come on and please me. I want you. Yep, exactly. There you go. Just <laughs> that and Cole Gin, and you got Gene and Paul singing both of those songs, right? right. And, and, yeah, they're, and they're the clean ones. Yep. <laughs> but Paul wasn't so clean back then, though. Paul drank a bit. I, uh, yeah, yeah, he, got, yeah, he, he did, got a right. fucked up on that hotter than hell shit that they did. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little fucked up. <laughs> I'm drinking like, was he drinking Harvey's Bristol cream? Yeah. <laughs> Harvey's Bristol cream. Holy shit. I haven't heard that name. Before. Wow. <laughs> Kiss, you know why? Because Kiss drinks Harvey's Bristol cream because they want the best. <laughs> <laughs> all right so i got back-to-back pick so i got my so we're at number 11 here so i'm gonna throw another one off of uh off a of love gun because they did play this on a live too uh and that is gonna be christine 16 hmm. i love the sound of that song from love gun it's oh, just, yeah. there's a style to that song and a sound that makes that song work yep um and peter snare drum is ah oh, so good best so good it was so good that tone, tone woke sampled it that's right that's absolutely right yep uh all, all right. right so song number 12 for me so this will be the last the the last song before they then come back for their little three song encore so they're gonna end they're gonna do their phony ending here with the crowd and they're gonna end with um what the hell am what the hell was it uh, they're going to end with Do You Love Me. Oh, great song. Yep. So that's going to be kind of like the, the phony ending there. Are they going to have like the montage behind them, Tom, with all the f- various members like they do now on the end of the road? Yeah, I like that they do that. I think that's kind of cool. I think it's pretty that. cool, too. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Well, somehow it worked out to me since this is my last song before the yeah. encores. I have to take the song that Chris yelled at me. I wasn't allowed to take. Dude, it wouldn't be a draft with Chris if we weren't getting berated. (laughs) (laughs) The probably greatest Kiss song of all time. You know how Kiss always gets made fun of, Charlie? Like, you know, critics and other things. I always said, like, if I wanted to shut any critic up or anybody else about this, I would say, take this song and go listen to this song and listen to them play this live and tell me that Chris, uh, that Kiss is a joke and that's black time i would be like fuck you that's my band and i'll put them up with against anybody agreed so black Black diamond comes off my list black diamond comes (laughs) off the list sorry (laughs) i was gonna choose it second just to be a dick but i'm like you can't put black diamond second (laughs) well that's why i thought this was strategy like a fantasy draft like oh i'm gonna I'm going to take a quarterback first. So I'm going to take a running play, you know? So. <laughs> this is working out good, though. It's forced us to have to plan it out like yeah. you would a proper set, you're right. you know? Yep. You're right, Chris. You're right. Okay, Chris, over to you. 12, right? 12? Yeah. Um, let's see. Paul's up there. I'm going to go. I'm going to keep keep the tandem together the way they're doing it. It's love going straight into I was made for loving you. Oh, nice. 
Excellent. Oh, shit. Yeah, because doesn't he do that? He gets stranded out there. Yeah. Yeah, and then flying back. Yeah. yeah. Kinda, I know that Gene doesn't dig that song, and maybe a lot of people don't, but that's still one of the best bass lines in Kiss history. That's so fucking cool. I, I, I love doing that shit. Rod Stewart, the Stones, they were all doing those discs. Yeah. And they're all killer, too. The yeah, they're, all, they're all famous. We all know their big disco songs. So, yeah. you know, they're laughing at everybody else. So, yep. I'm sorry, Tom. I cut you off. What no, you I was saying? just going to say, I, I, lo- I love the Dynasty version, but I love the live, live hard yeah. rock, especially the version on the live three with those yes. guys. Oh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, Charlie, we're back to you. You get two songs in a row. You're 12 and 13. Okay. So, Baby Driver, I forgot to say this, that it ends with a drum solo. Nice. Um, okay. And they have a big crescendo at the end. Peter, Chris on the drum. Nice. <laughs> and light, light, lights go out, and then a, a spotlight hits Paul, and he starts playing the intro to Tonight You Belong to Me. Oh, wow. Oh, so and, nice. And he, he does a little guitar thing in the beginning, like he used to do on Black Diamond, you know? Still does. And then the whole band, the band comes in, and they play Tonight You Belong to Me, and he ends it with tonight you belong to us, blah blah blah. And he ends that. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh that 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 song is so friggin' spectacular. I love that song. Oh great All right. so, then, so then we go um, back to so, so now if you if you if you're doing like a three song encore like Kiss sometimes does. So now we're at number thirteen for you, Charlie. Right. So they go off the stage. They, yep. They're finished. Now right. Gene Gene just comes back and he starts playing a little bass thing. And then he starts doing this back and forth with uh, with Peter. So Gene's like, dun, dun, and Peter goes, but about, and it goes, dun, dun, <laughs> but about. and then they eventually go into love him, leave him. Nice. Oh, <laughs> awesome. Fuck. I love that song. Oh my God. That song rocks. And that whole video, we didn't even know it existed. We're in college at this time, yep. and we have uh, Kiss Extreme close up. And then that video, we used to sit there while our friends are all into grunge and stuff. And we got into it, too, and your music and stuff. And here we go. We fucking start imitating the video. He's going back and forth like this, kicking out his leg. Fucking awesome. Makes yep. me like the song so much better. Great. Oh, no, love it. No doubt. Chris. All right. Mine's uh, starts uh, similar to Charlie's where it goes black. And then Paul comes out with just his guitar. And he does a little bit of a solo thing. And then he hits... Every morning I raise my head and I'm thinking oh. of days gone by. I want you. Yes. Oh, okay. we got to evacuate the stage area. That's playing. Oh, we'll save that story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. 13 for me. Yep. All right. Um, no, I'm not going to pick burn, bitch, burn. Oh. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, why not? Get awful. All right, do we, I, I don't know if I can do this because I feel I'm I, I feel like um I'm gonna be stealing this from Chris. I don't think it got th- this era got too much recognition in my pick, so I'm gonna pick what we call Tom is the best song from Kiss, kind of like a happy summer kind of relaxing. Oh, with a cookout party song. Steal it from Chris. Turn on the night. I go. fucking love wow. that song. I love yep. it. Agreed. It's such a great 
catchy fucking Paul Stanley hook in chorus. Yep. That, that's the shit that I, I've said. If I had my life dependent on it, I need somebody to come up with a riff or something that I will like or I will die. I put my faith in Paul Stanley to do it more than anybody in the world. I, I just feel yeah. he he just that's the music that I like and I trust him to give it to me. Now okay. he might give me hold me, touch me, fucking bang, bang me Ooh. in the fucking ass too. I don't know. Ooh. But uh, you know, I will take turn on the night and other shit. So Brutal. That's my pick there. All right. So for me, so we had Do You Love Me? The the lights go down, it's quiet, and then you just hear this menacing sound. Sounds like sounds like demon. You don't know what's going on. All of a sudden, Gene comes out and the band rips into radioactive. Oh, cool. Love nice. that song. Love that song. By far, obviously, the best song off, off of Gene's solo album. A lot of people hate that album. I don't, but that's okay. Um, so then we go from radioactive into, um, again, this is our dream set. So this is something that, you know, who knows if you, if this is based in reality, most of it's not, they finish radioactive and then, cause they, when they do their three song trifecta encore, they kind of mix it up in the middle there. You know, the, the, the closer is the closer, but we're going to turn the mic back to Paul Stanley and they're going to do sure. No, something. Oh, oh, nice. <laughs> I love that. I had that on my list originally. Yep. There's another one with the video, Tom. When we oh. saw that video, oh. I, that video is fucking. How, how wasted is Peter Chris in that? <laughs> His eyes are like half. He can't open them. Yep. Andy, Andy Beersack from Blackville Bride says that terrorized him when he was a child. He said he'd never seen such dead eyes on a human being. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh my god! But even like, even like, just the groovy part of the song, he just, he just looks stoned out of his mind. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, totally. Coming along, smile yep. on his face, eyes yep. closed. Great song, Tom. All right, all right, Zeus. So we're going with what's our favorite and what's our catchy. And this is a dream concert yep. for me. A song just as catchy as "Turn on the Night," but now in the middle era of the of the Kiss era. My favorite song off of Paul Stanley's solo album, I'm going to go with It's All Right. I mm, fucking nice. love that song. Love that song. Catchy as hell. Rocker right in the middle of his uh, album. I wish it was on a, on a regular studio album, but It's All Right for me. Yep. Awesome. Okay. All right. Chris? Um, I need another Gene song. And the one that's left that I really love that kind of fits perfectly here uh, is Domino. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that's right. Awesome. You yeah, got to shake just, your hand when he's playing that. Does he have a shake in his hand? Yeah, he's drinking it. Well, Paul's playing bass, so Gene can drink <laughs> yeah. the shake. And, and just, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that video, Charlie, but the video is Gene driving around the city while the band plays, and it's Bruce Kulik on guitar, and they have Paul on bass for the ultimate slap in the face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The video. Yeah. The video is ridiculous. Gene yeah. is hilarious. Yeah, oh, picking man. up chicks that aren't old enough to vote, you know. Yeah. <laughs> As the song goes, you know. All right, Charlie, this is the end of your set list. Song 14 and then the finale. You got the number, uh, you got the pick. You want it, it's yours. Um, I have I have Cold Gin written down here, but I don't know if that's taken already. No. Nope. No one has oh. taken it. So you got Cold Gin. Oh, awesome. 
And, then, and now you, a great live song. Wait, 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 wait. You got to let Chris kind of give a little bit of uh, the Paul Stanley Colgin rap here. Do you got here's, here's something funny. I, I just listened to Kiss Alive on, uh, on Spotify the other day. Mm-hmm. It goes straight from rock bottom. Is it rock bottom into Colgin? Yeah. Straight from rock bottom into Colgin. Colgin! The whole no rap? rap is gone. No. <laughs> it's gone. It's it, it, the whole you know, I saw some people backstage before, and they were drinking tequila. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's all gone. I don't know where the hell it is. It's crazy. Damn. If you guys can find it. How do you, Man. How, how are you going to know what to cool off with, to drink, when you're really yeah. – No, Chris, I think it was you who said it. Like, you could tell Paul doesn't drink if he thinks that tequila is something <laughs> to cool you off, yeah, you know? Yeah. Like – when I first started getting into vodka, I, I started drinking vodka and orange juice just because Paul made it sound so cool on Kiss Alive. Damn. All right, so Charlie, cool. what's your finale? This is it for you, the end of the show. What do you got? Rock and roll all night and party every day. There you go. All right. <laughs> awesome, man. All right. That worked out perfect. You got to pick your you got to pick your opener and your closer. So that worked out excellent. So we're Chris, you got your closer now, buddy. I also had rock and roll night, but since I couldn't, my backup was the legit last song on Kiss Alive, which is Let Me Go Rock and Roll, the live version, which is, they played that uh, the last time I saw them uh, uh, on, maybe not the the one that I just saw in in March, but the original, they they did two legs. The first leg of the end of the road tour, they did Let Me Go Rock and Roll, and it's got that, the bass, and it's, it's a really cool jam, so if I couldn't have rock and roll night, I'm taking Let Me Go Rock and Roll for my finish. That's a song that I'm, I've never really been a huge fan of, but they played it live on the on the end of the yeah. road. When we saw them at the be, at the beginning and the end of the road, and I thought Tommy just absolutely burned it up. It was that. great. Yeah, he's great, man. Anybody yeah. that bags on him doesn't yep. understand guitar playing. Yep, professional. He's a professional. Yes, exactly. Yep. Paul doesn't have to worry. Is he going to show up? Yep. Can he handle this? Is he going to get this? If my fucking guitar is down, can he pick it up? Like in, in pick up the, you know, where I left off. He's awesome. I think, I think it's another reason why they play say, yeah, not only the fact is it the best song from the last, you know, two or three records, but at least Tommy gets to play something that he actually played. And that yeah. means something. I, th- I think that means a lot. No, and it's great. Too. I almost picked it for my set as well, but it's a good point. So right. I've got to pick. Yeah, I got to pick a, a song that there's two songs I can think of, but I don't want them. And that's God gave rock and roll to you and shouted out loud who were named after Tom, but I'm not a fan of them. <laughs> you <laughs> need a good ending though, man. You got to pick something I for the know, end. And I'm trying to think what makes a good ending. I have my ending and I hope you don't take it, but go ahead. Um, I don't know what the fuck I can end on. Um, it's not going to be then she kissed me. Um, oh. You know what? I love this song and I should have taken it earlier, but I, I can see it kind of being a closer. Maybe. And that's off of Love Gun, and that's tomorrow and tonight. Oh fuck. That was nice. that was gonna be my closing, you bitch. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, I thought there was no chance of somebody taking that. It's a it's a great anthem song and gets, good ending, yeah. and it gets lost in the shuffle, and they don't they haven't really been performing it at all. And I don't know when was the last time they performed it, but Tomorrow and tonight, I guess that's the only. Well, you got the two other ones, the obvious. God gave rock and roll and shout it out loud. I don't know. I'm going to throw a curveball here because my goal in this podcast is to annoy people sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) 
So well, I know shout it, succeed. shout it out loud is way too obvious. It's just, it's just way too obvious. And God gave rock and roll to you is, is not a good song. So, so I am going to go, I'm going to go, I'm going to go modern era kiss. Zeus, you know, I love this song. The album sucks, but I fucking love this song. And I, Zeus is laughing because he knows I'm going to take it. They are going to end the show with, I pledge allegiance to the state of rock and roll. God, dude, you know what's funny is that if all the other ones were gone, because I wouldn't have taken shout it out loud either, or God gave, I would. I was thinking of I pledge this, uh, allegiance to the state of rock and roll. I knew, I knew I could count on Chris to support me. <laughs> Charlie, it's probably, it's probably the only other good song on Psycho Circus besides Psycho Circus. And, and oh, Charlie, I love raise your glasses. I love I that. When you win, commercial. When you win your next belt, that's what needs to raise your glass. <laughs> that needs to be your theme. It should be every high school championship game team football team's video. That fucking song. Dude, I so think okay. I pledge allegiance to the state of now. Granted, the lyrics, but it's Kiss. It's, it's a great. Celebra- it's a great tune. It's a celebration type of song. Will be great with the confetti and everything. I'm in. Be great. Be great. I'm it's in. a parody song. Like the, it's so. But it's Kiss. It's Kiss. Of course, it's a parody. It's Kiss. Yes. How many people believe in rock and roll? I, I don't. No, I do. Hey, I don't believe in it. So I'll see you later, Paul. Like, I mean, come on. Just, sometimes it's just come on. Charlie, Paul, Charlie, give me a break. I think Charlie's sitting there going, ah, I, don't, "I don't know that song. I don't. I don't know. I don't know Psycho Circus." <laughs> you didn't buy Psycho Circus when it came out, Charlie? The reunion album. I think I did, but I don't remember that song. <laughs> you're like, you're like, this isn't the original band. There's no. Fucking it's not band. Peter Chris on drums. No, yeah. it's not. It's and not. That's not. And this isn't. This is bullshit. Yeah, Tom. I thought you were gonna take "Take Me Down Below." I love that song. I thought you were gonna take that off a of monster. That's when you said that. I'm like, oh shit, he's not doing that. So should we all should we read out our whole set Please? then? Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Charlie, you do you have? Oh, I forgot. <laughs> I think I, I think the Beatles one too. <laughs> I think I have Charlie's set. If you want me to try to read it, yeah, tell me yeah. something, guys. He has some of it. Yeah, you got it, Charlie. Uh, tell me if I'm just go down the line. I have Detroit, right? Yep. Rocking in the USA. Got to choose Doctor Love. Rip it out all the way. All American Man. Uh, Flaming Youth. Mr. Speed, She, Baby Driver, Tonight You Belong to Me, Love Him, Leave Him, Cold Gin, Rock and Roll All Night. Nice. That's it. Good. Awesome. Chris, me, Chris, what do you got? Uh, I, had, I Stole Your Love, Making Love, Charisma, A Million to One, Strange Ways with Aces Solo, Heavens on Fire, War Machine with Gene's Fire, 100 Years is my triple three-way drum solo. <laughs> <laughs> Lick it up with the Won't Get Fooled Again middle section. Hate with Gene's Blood. Love Gun with Paul Flying Out. I Was Made for Loving You. Encore, I Want You. Domino, Let Me Go Rock and Roll. Sweet. All right. So I've got Deuce, King of the Nighttime World, Take It Off, Nothing to Lose, Firehouse, Gene Breathes Fire, Rocket Ride, Guitar Solo, Nowhere to Run, God of Thunder, Blood, All Hell's Breaking Loose, uh, Watching You, Mainline, I can guess I could say Drum Solo there, Black Diamond, Turn on the Night, 
It's all right tomorrow and tonight. Nice. Good. Nice. <clears throat> I got uh, Creatures of the Night, Parasite, Come On and Love Me, Not for the Innocent, Shock Me with Ace Solo, Strutter, The Oath, Unholy with Gene Fire, Hooligan, Rock Bottom, Christine 16, Do You Love Me? Uh, then we get the encore with Radioactive, Show No Something, and I Pledge Allegiance to the State of Rock and Roll. <laughs> those are awesome. Those are awesome set lists. So, Charlie, what we do whenever we have a draft, we always put these out on Twitter. We'll tag we'll tag you on Twitter. We put them All out. Right. We let it. We let everybody vote and see who's got the best set list. So we'll we'll do that probably on uh, next week. When so the episode will drop on Saturday. Our episodes okay. drop on Saturday. We'll tag you in that, and uh, then we always put a poll that's episode related uh, the following Monday, and we let everybody look at the set list, vote and comment, and pick them apart, and do all that kind of cool stuff. Oh, cool! So yeah. you have all you have all my information, right? Uh, yep, absolutely. we got it all. Absolutely, okay. yeah, yeah, awesome. Yep. We do. Oh, this this was fun. Awesome, Charlie. Thank you so much. This is huge. I mean, I got to tell you right now, me and my roommate. I told I told him he's been on the show a couple of times. I said, I said, we call him Murph. I'm like, Murph, you're not going to believe who we got coming on. Do you remember? Do you remember we used to listen to? And I sent him the link to Ethel Nicka Fesson off of Among the Living. <laughs> that song, we used to listen to that whole album all the time. Wow. And it's just that whole album was great. So this is just a, a just so cool that you're a huge Kiss fan. Um, and that you came on here. And Chris, obviously, we love having you on always, too. So thank it's you. Well, yeah. I, Go ahead, Charlie. No, I was going to say thanks to Chris. He's, yeah, that's uh, awesome. You know. I've been wearing this shirt because this hoodie because it's cold outside here in Florida. I was not trying to be a keener. Actually, I've been wearing this the last couple of days. <laughs> Love awesome. it. Charlie gave this to me in Nuremberg after a night where I, uh, me and their guitar player John basically destroyed our WWE catering after we uh, had too much to drink. <laughs> Dude, awesome. that, that night was awesome. Yeah, it was. It was a great night. It was. <laughs> hey, Charlie, I just want to add, you're, you and Chris as well, and I said this last time, Chris, you were on with Bruce. I, you know, thank you to both of you guys. You guys have been so creative during this pandemic. Yeah, and absolutely. Coming out with stuff and new videos. People out there, you know, I know everybody, we'll say Anthrax. Everybody knows and loves Anthrax. But check out what, you're, what Charlie's doing on his YouTube page and stuff. All the, like... um other members and musicians that you're doing these new songs with all the time. Fucking awesome. You did. Wow, uh, thank you. Chloe, uh, dancer. Oh, yeah. So this is our wheelhouse too. And we fucking love that. We just did a, an album review of singles and we, we love that song. And you song. Played a lot of the instruments, not just drums. No, I did. I played piano, guitar, whatever. Um, uh, me and Chris always talk about Mother Love Bone. Yeah. Love Mother yes. Love Bone. Yes. Yeah. Chris's should be playing him in a movie. I see. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I see a lot of resemblance there. I'm telling you, you're going to pull it off. Yep. <laughs> no, but but Charlie, just to echo what Zeus said, you're right. You guys keeping us entertained during this, being creative and doing all sorts of different things with all different genres of music. It's great. Uh, and again, we can't thank you guys enough, Chris, for uh, you know having Charlie on to join us and have just a, a great time talking. Kiss, we, we appreciate it so much, guys. Thank you thank both. You. It's awesome. Been awesome. Thank you, man. Love thank you guys, guys, man. This was awesome. Thank you. 
Thank Thanks. you. Good day, Charlie. Take care, buddy. Chris, See you, bro. thank you, buddy. Have a good night. Dude, thanks, thanks guys. guys. Thank My you. My sadness was the best. <laughs> <laughs>How cool was that? It was great. It was it was awesome. Like I, I love Charlie's little stories that he had me dying when he was telling that story about when he's like, "Yeah, Gene, what's up with what's up with Paul? He's, he's kind of, is, he, is he an asshole or what?" And then Paul comes out, "Hey, Paul, these guys want to know why you're an asshole." Like <laughs> just awesome stuff. And I, one of the things I got the biggest kick out of was when you know we kind of I'm like, "You guys, we have you guys on here. What do you guys think about creatures and asylum?" And Charlie's like. Yeah, I don't know. I never listened to Asylum. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, because Asylum came out when you guys were like the Thrash Kings. Anthrax must have been like, what is this? Uh, I'm speaking for him. He didn't say that, but um, but no, just a ton of fun talking, kiss, getting some background from you know from uh, from Charlie on his thoughts. You know, again, touring with them during crazy nights. Uh, gave a little bit of insight about his experiences with Kiss My Ass when they did She. Just uh, awesome stuff. Just real cool. And Chris, Chris was great. We love Chris always. Yeah, this was a uh, um, so you know I I love hearing somebody that you're like oh this is a big star he's a musician he's been around all this stuff fanboy out to our yep. favorite band he was just like oh I love that song oh my god yeah so you guys don't get to see the video but like you know we're all making the same faces when somebody picks a song like oh man I love that song you can tell he's got passion beyond belief for kiss yep and i love that and you got chris who's got passion for all eras but mostly the 80s era it is hilarious how you know basically you got one fanatic on the classical side of classic kiss lineup and one fanatic on the non-class and they're buddies and they're all love kiss and here we are and i think me and tom in the middle we picked from a little bit of both Mm -hmm. but you know it, it was just it's a surreal moment, guys. I, I've got to say, here are me and Tom. We have no contacts in music. We didn't know anybody in the podcasting world. The fuck are we doing within a year, really, a year and a half almost? All of a sudden, we're doing fucking live drafts with the fucking drummer from our Anthrax and Chris Jericho. Yep. Pretty awesome. <laughs> Pretty fucking you know? awesome. Yeah, yep. there were things I wanted to tell Charlie, but, you know, we... Everybody's time is busy and things. I was saying to Tom off the air. So he was in, you know, Stormtroopers of Death. And I was saying this to you. Mm -hmm. I remember being like in a freshman in high school and some kid had like a Stormtroopers of Death shirt that was hanging out with us. I'm like, oh, my God, he likes that fucking band. That band's insane. Holy (laughs) shit. This kid is crazy. Like, And that's S.O.D. And I'm just like, oh, my God, that's Charlie's band. And, you know, he couldn't been nicer. Chris is always this, you know, the you get you get to sometimes Chris the jovial Chris and you get grouchy Chris sometimes and he loves to give it to us, but he is such a nice guy and he's been so great to us and we have a ton of fun with him. We have a ton of fun with Charlie. This was like this is why I love podcasting. This is what we were talking about when we were telling you guys we had some good things in store for season three. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. It, it was it was a blast. And it was funny too, because Charlie was like inside our brain picking songs like rip it out all the way, Mr. Speed. Like he just he has that sweet spot for those classics. And and like Zeus said, Chris, 
you know, a little bit newer stuff, you know, Zeus and I, we took a little bit of a little bit of the newer stuff stuck to the classics, but I thought it came out great. How everyone was like, you know, this is going to be the drum solo or, you know, the lights are going to go down and they're going to come back and you're going to hear this. And then it was just really, really well put together. And it's just, wait, 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 whoa, whoa. do you like Jericho's? fucking baton drum solo with three oh, guys oh. going at once and then passing it off seriously <laughs> i love that i love that wow, but, imagine that but that's the kind of creativity shit you know that's what makes it awesome and, and and it just never gets old talking about this band it just doesn't and and we just love it yeah we will obviously put the um the picks up the draft please on social media please you know vote when we do the polls comment Tell us what you think we should have picked earlier, what we didn't pick, whose picks sucks, whose picks were the best. Uh, I got a feeling Chris might come up on top again. I don't know. He kicked the shit out of us the last time. So let's see. Uh, we'd love to get your feedback. Feedback is what that makes this show. So please continue it when we put up the uh, post and the actual picks for everybody. I'm already prepared to take a beating on my closing song because they're going to be like, what, you took that piece of shit over Shout It Out Loud or God Gave Rock and Roll to you? be like, yes, I did. Yep, <laughs> I did. I can't believe, I honestly, the, the shock of the whole thing was you taking tomorrow and tonight. I never oh, thought you'd go. You, I, you know I, I like that song. I know, but when, you, when I saw some of the other things that were there, I'm like, I'm not going to have to worry about that because that was going to be my closer, but that's okay. Um, that's okay. It was on my asterisk song. That okay. I had like songs that I could take because yeah. I feel like it's a good live song and it's an absolutely type song. Yep. And then you know what's harder is to take closers. What's easier is because there's only four of us to take the opener. Mm-hmm. Agreed. You're right. I mean, technically, you might have been able to take Unholy as an opener. True. True. Right? But I was. I, yeah. I, I wouldn't have done that though. I wouldn't have done no, that. But I'm but. saying like if we had a couple more people, they, they, you never know. And this but, was the first. And this was the first draft with Jericho. Where I actually got to take Unholy from him. Like he always grabs that song. Yeah. So yeah. No, I, I liked grabbing Turn on the Night from him. I know. Yes, that was yeah. awesome. Yep. So, guys, tell us what you think. Uh, we again, please. The feedback will be tremendous. Speaking of feedback. It's time for this. Hi, this is Ed Spansberg of ClickTeaShop.com. And for all your shouted out loudcast gear and merchandise, please visit ClickTeaShop.com. At ClickTeaShop, you can find lots of Kiss-inspired t-shirt designs, plus mugs, hats, hoodies, pillows, and all new fine art selections. And now, here's your question of the week. Tom, what's the question of the week? This is from our buddy from Boston who has changed his Twitter handle to moving on two, six, six, zero, eight, 50. That's his actual <laughs> Twitter handle. We love it. He's got a red, he's got the B for the Red Sox logo there for his Twitter avatar. So he says, would you welcome a yearly interview with Paul on your show? If it meant that you could not call him pandemic Paul or make fun of his pandemic Paul esque tweets. I think I know the answer, but I'll take it off the air. Thanks, guys. Fax line is cooking. The fax line is cooking. Absolutely. If somebody said, hey, guys, you can get Paul on your show, but you get you got to cut the shit with the pandemic, Paul. Absolutely. The pandemic, Paul thing. We have a ton of fun with that. We have a fun, but it's fucking Paul Stanley. 
Of course I would take him on this show. And then I would lie. And then I would lie. And a week later, I'd stop making fun of him again. <laughs> no, I would just call up our good friend, Sonny Pooney and say, hey, Sonny, can I borrow one of your burner accounts? And exactly. joke about Paul that way. There you go. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Of course I would have him on. Are you kidding me? He is still the star child. He's the lead singer and the leader of my favorite band. Of course I would do it. Yeah. Right. Not not a question. Right. Now, grant, granted, that, that being said, we know what kind of interview we would get from him, which is the kind of interview you get from him with regardless of who's doing the interviewing, which is not a lot. But that's okay. I would take it in a second. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, thank, you for, thank you for the question. 617. Oh. <laughs> I got my lost train of thought. Uh, Tom, where do we usually, um, where can people find us? We are on all the social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We love to interact. As you can tell, we love to interact. We love to read them on the air or get involved actually on the social media platforms with you. And of course, our email, we always talk about our emails, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com, shout it out loudcast at gmail.com. Uh, if we don't, respond to the email in writing we will respond to it as we read it on the air which you as you can tell we do that um so definitely stay in touch with us uh comments feedback questions show ideas whatever and of course we're part of the great pantheon podcast network that network is growing they're adding all kinds of great shows our buddies chris and aaron from decibel geek are on there our buddy jay from the hooks hook rocks is on there couple of the DJs that we used to listen to back on the old AAF, Mike Shue, Mistress Carrie, they're all on there. Great stuff. So if you like us, check them out and uh, tons of other great shows. And please support our friend Ed at clickteshop.com who sponsors the questions of the week. He has those great Shout It Out Loudcast merch, including our actual T-shirt. So please continue with him. And then if also you can, can take a look and pick a peek at our new patreon account uh we'd appreciate that you can find that on the patreon app or on the episode notes uh tom uh, the other thing i always like to tell people is to make sure they can dm us and that is on twitter facebook instagram anywhere if you uh, have something you want to talk to us and maybe you don't want to share it publicly, please feel free to reach out to us. We love hearing from you. And as always, I always repeat after Tom because we like emails probably a little bit more than anything else. I love the emails. And that is shoutedoutloudcast at gmail.com. Shoutedoutloudcast at gmail.com. Please go and give us one of those five star star child reviews. You can do that on um itunes that is awesome you can go to podchaser.com and anywhere you see uh anything about uh, shout out loudcast or a review can be left we'd appreciate if you could do that uh we just had a new uh review left for us on uh apple itunes and i'm going to read it for you right now and this one is from our friend Gary Cap. Yes, Gary's the best. Huge Kiss fan. Love Gary. Thanks, buddy. Oh, beyond the best. Yep. Long time coming. I have listened to this podcast for over a year now, and this review is a long time coming. This is the best Kiss podcast out there. Why? Because I feel like I'm in the room talking to my friends, Tom and Zeus, about Kiss, and I fit in. 
They are lifelong Kiss fans with a tremendous sense of humor, unapologetic opinions. The show topics are great and very diversified. I look forward to the show every week. Thanks for making this show an important part of my life and being great friends. I have to say, Tom, I'll be honest with you, coming from Gary, that Gary is saying this is the best Kiss podcast out there. I'm not sure we can get a better compliment than that. That's pretty awesome because Gary is a diehard, massive Kiss fan who is just yeah. That, that the, those words that that review that that's um, all the reviews and all the feedback we get are amazing. We want to make that clear. But Gary is such a monster Kiss fan um, that getting that from him that just means a lot. And we appreciate that, Gary. Thank you for being a friend of the show. Yeah, and Gary's uh, and, and uh, you know, if you give me a little bit of liberty here, Tom. Uh, Gary's been more than that. He's been extremely generous. Couple things he's done for us and helped us out along the way. Couple of nice presentations of things. Me and you both got something nice over the holidays from Gary. Uh, Gary, I know we said thank you and we are really appreciate it, but I want to make sure that you hear it from us publicly here now as well. Uh, you are the best. We can't thank you enough. Your generosity. Uh, restores a lot of faith in humanity out there and our love of kiss in the kiss army. Thank you, Gary. We really appreciate it. You're the best. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more Zeus. That's true. And Gary, thank you for being uh, just the, the great guy that you are and uh, keep listening, keep sending us feedback and we appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, before we end Tom, I have to, I have to kind of leave us on a, a funny note. My fucking goddamn phone won't stop beeping, and I look over to it, mm-hmm. and it's the it's our fucking idiot friends on the text exchange group talking about a picture of the Ripper, who's now on the floor ripping out fucking bombs that are ricocheting off the hardwood floor. Dude, dude, I, I we have all decided that. She must know that we're talking about her because nobody naturally sits the way that she's sitting. Nobody <laughs> poses like that. Nobody poses with like one ass cheek in the air while holding creatures of the night. It's like, but nobody, that's not a normal way to do that. <laughs> that, that, is, that, is, that is one of us in our dorm rooms going, hey, hold up, hold up, what? <laughs> <laughs> Like, am I supposed to find you sexy? You look like you're fucking about to drop hot ass. You're fucking... fucking, It's always up against that wooden pole. Oh, that wooden pole. That poor thing is, like, losing its color. It's fucking... All all the lacquer is coming off of the fucking wood. (laughs) Stuck in a fucking attic. Someone just feeds their sloppy jokes. In mimosas. I don't know what the fuck it is. Just dropping a hat. Somebody's going to tell this poor woman we're fucked once it. Guys, someone puts. She gets in her thing. She writes, new videos available. I think it was Tony. He's like, new video available. He's got a picture of an ass and a fart coming out of it. (laughs) Fucking booty. Who the fuck buys videos? Poonie's sick enough. He would buy that. He would buy videos of people ripping it. <laughs> oh, 
God. I, I don't know how we took a detour off this, but this poor lady. This poor lady. Oh, my God. She has no idea. I'm sorry. Oh, oh my God. Anyways, oh. Tom, usually we we say goodbye by uh, coming up with some famous last words. What do you got for us? Hard times got me down. Good times ain't around. Now I got the mind to say, girl, you hit rock bottom and you're there to stay. <laughs> Did you say good times emporium? Didn't somebody send us a fucking video of that? Murph found the commercial on YouTube, the actual ad of good times. Yeah. The Buffalo wings are the best. Yeah, you can hear gunfire in the background, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tom. Working like a dog. Baby all day long. Tell you what I'm going to do. Take it in the cellar. Let me be your fella. I'm going to teach you something new. Love it. Oh man! <laughs> One of the best opening songs, uh, bo- uh, best opening parts of any Kiss song, Tom, and you ruined it. Oh man, a fart never ruins anything. You should know that. <laughs> Ooh, what is that smell? Oh my god! Um, Tom, thank you. I want to thank Charlie Benante. I want to thank Chris Jericho. You guys are the fucking best. Want to thank you, Kiss Army, for listening. Guys, thank you so much for being fans of the show, for listening, participating, interacting. And we cannot give a big enough thanks to Chris Jericho and Charlie Benante. Awesome time tonight. Great fun with those guys. And we just had a blast. And we hope you guys enjoyed this as much as we did. Peace out, Girl Scout. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.